What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. And the Ten Toes Up Gang in the building. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast. <clears throat> part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You're looking at the kink of content here in this space in the Speaker of Truth. We have arrived at another day to share a lot of information. And this series is going to be called the You Can Love Her or You Can Understand Her series. You can love her or understand her series, but you can't do both. And we're going to talk about attention. And it's been brought to my attention, of course, that attention is a woman's currency. And we've been talking about that for several years. Slow down, everybody. We've been talking about that for several years. But the normies and the NPCs and the mouth breather, the oxygen thieves, the missing links and the knuckle draggers and the ham and eggers are just catching on. They're catching on to a lot of the information that we've been telling you. Now, um, listen, the last three years or so, last four years, us people on this side, we're, you know, they call it the red pill, right? And it's kind of like a metaphor for people who are the truth is revealed to them and they live in a space where they see truth and they can never go back and see it as the faith. Uh, the fairy tale that it is, right? So a lot of people, they're typically comfortable. They don't want to buck the system. They don't want to. They don't want to hear hardcore truths. They just want to be lied to, and they live in a comfortable lives, and that's fine, right? Right? They live in comfortable lives, and that's fine. You can live in that lie, but a lot of people have chosen to actually have the truth revealed to them, like the devil's advocate. You start seeing the truth, and you can never go back to that. All right, my boy Anthony Brian Logan actually shout out to ABL. He actually had a tweet the other day saying, you know, sometimes he wishes he can go back to be in in the Matrix and Blue Pill because yes, it's comfortable, right? Every now and then you will see somebody talking some sense, some common sense to you. Like, hey, what are you doing, man? No, 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 no. Don't mess up our lie. We want to live in this lie. We want to live like peons. We want to live and believe that the king is almighty and there's no other king on earth. We want to live like we're the best country in the world. We want to live like there's no propaganda. There's nothing. Nobody was going to do any. No companies are trying to kill us off. No, 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 no. None of that talk. All right. I want to live in this fairy tale. Will I find a mate and my film? I find my fair maiden and then we live happily ever after. A lot of people want to live like that. But there's some other people that want the truth revealed and they go about every day revealing the truth. And a lot of people don't want that. And we go, why wouldn't you want the truth? Wouldn't it lead you into peace, quiet, and freedom? And so they call these people conspiracy theorists. So more or less, the last few years, we've been operating in the spirit of truth and, and conspiring or revealing this con, con, the revealing the conspiracies, if you will, of, of everything, not just with women and relationships, but with everything outside of that. And of course, there's a penalty for revealing the truth because a lot of people come here accidentally and they're like, what is going on here? They're like, this is actually outrageous. How dare you? So yeah, we're conspiracy theorists to a, to a, a certain extent. Now, what you will find out that uh, the difference between someone who lives in, in, in uh, comfortable lies and a conspiracy theorist is two years. All right. Mm. So uh, what is a conspiracy theory two years ago is now the truth. And what tends to happen is that NPC Will, will be revealed the truth in their real blue pill time. And they think that they found the truth. <laughs> I had to go about this the long way. What will happen is the NPC will hear something and they will be, the truth will be revealed. There's no longer hiding it, right? There's no hiding it anymore. And they'll find out the truth or they'll see it. It'll be apparent. And then they'll be like, oh, and they'll talk about it like they just made it up. Or they'll listen to one content creator and they'll give all that content creator the care the credit. All right. They'll never hear me say it first. They'll hear somebody else say it first. And then they'll say, oh, well, you're just 
riding off of what he said or she said. All right, and I'm not taking shots, but that's what an NPC does. Anytime that happens, that's what an NPC does. They go, oh, somebody said this already, or I learned it from somebody, or I just understood that this happened. Meanwhile, conspiracy theorists, we've been talking about it for years and years in advance. So what happens is we're at that particular point, when we start talking about it again, we look like it's old news, or we look like we're bandwagoning or, or making it up. When we've been talking about like the some of the things that I've been saying, and by the way, I've written it in my books, and the book has a date on it. Some of these things that have been, I've been hearing, for instance, we're going to talk about this, the celibates, women selling themselves in the prostitution, okay? I've been talking about that for years. I've been talking about dating turning into prostitution for years. I've been talking about it for years. And now you're seeing it, all right? I actually had to force feed it down your throat to actually see it. But now women are admitting it. Now they're admitting it, right? And so they're, they're going now, my roommate sucking salami or duck sicking for her half of the rent. Now that's a meme. <laughs> it's a meme. When I've been telling you, holy man, I've been telling you, bro, they're already doing this. They're already preparing to do this. And I said, because of the economy collapsing, this was going to happen. How about this whole soft girl era? All right. The women are like, oh, I just want to be soft and feminine. I said that that's going to happen. I said, when the economy crashes, when the barbarian hits the gate, the women are going to code switch. They're going to switch. Feminism is no longer going to be the thing that they ride on. Now you hear having women making videos. You know what? I don't want to be Miss Strong and Independent no more. Exactly. Didn't I tell you that was going to happen? <laughs> so when people uh, do these things, they're talking to the blue pill. They're talking to the lemmings. And then you'll send me the video. See, coach, uh, these women are changing. And, and I'm like, dude, I said they were going to change. <laughs> I wrote a whole book about it. I wrote a whole book that was written in 2019 going into 2020. I said in the next 10 to 15 years, and I didn't think it would happen this fast. I said, feminism would collapse. Something's got to give the women are going to go back into Camila. And by the way, I didn't make it up. There have been people that said it way before me. Let me just give credit where credit was due. All right. There have been people said it way before me that were on top of this. And truth be told, these are the people that I listen to. So, I'm, I said, okay, I'm going to put it into this book called The Evolution, how feminism was the um, was basically the, the forbidden fruit given the woman, and it's going to collapse. And I basically constructed the book around that. And now you're seeing it in real time. Blue pills are seeing it in real time. Now, soft girl era. Now, oh, I'm not as strong and independent. Oh, I want to be feminine. I'm not <laughs> it's actually crazy. So, um. This is the problem when you're talking about what we talk about on this show. I'm two, three years ahead, all right? I'm two, three, four years ahead. There were people ahead of me, all right? Thank goodness for the people that came ahead of me. Shout out to everybody. There were, And you guys deserve all the credit, all right? Um, those people that were ahead of me, I started on my journey on this when it was, guys, it was not, uh, I see a lot of content creators now becoming very big personalities. You can make some money. I see women entering into this space now making money and you fools are falling for a hook, line and sinker, but that's neither here nor there. We warned you about this, but there's too many blue pill men in this space, but we'll, we're glad you're here. Okay. But what now you can be monetized to make a lot of money and become a personality. But, but before that I started when it was not a good place to start. Okay. I started when there's a good place to start. Uh, it wasn't a good place to start. By the way, you're talking about somebody I'd never watch, right? I'd never watch him. So uh, just so you know, you watch him, but I don't watch him, okay? 
Uh, but what at the end of the day, what I'm telling you is when we started, when I started this in 2018, a woman could come to my channel and say this. And I'm going to give you a, a woman could come to my channel and say this. Where are you meeting these women? I want you to re remember this. Remember this phrase. If you've been in this space long enough, if you've been in this space long enough, I want you to listen to this phrase. People used to say this to your videos. They used to put this in the comment section. Where are you meeting these women? What are you talking about? Women could act ignorant. Women could act ignorant about what's going on. All right, hold on for a second. Okay. <laughs> we got to we got to bump some people down real quick. Yeah. Anyway, women could act ignorant about what Jesus, what is going on? All right, for a second. All right, women can act ignorant about what was going on in this world here, right? They could act absolutely ignorant. And they could be like, what are you talking about? I really don't know what you're saying. I really don't know what that means. I really don't know any woman like that. There are no, there are no other women in the world like that. <laughs> Put them in the shadow realm. All right, here we go. And what they were doing was playing stupid. They were playing stupid. They were going, nah, this really don't make sense. This really doesn't add up. And because I'm not going to acknowledge it, it doesn't exist. So that's what women would do now because of TikTok. And I'm going to just say Instagram was still in a realm where they could say, I don't see it because they could say, well, I don't follow those particular people. I don't follow those women. So those women, as a matter of fact, I actually had this conversation. I had to actually had this conversation. I had a conversation about this, and many of you men might relate to this. When, when um, you tell a person, hey, on my Instagram feed, on my Instagram feed, I'm seeing a lot of booty in my suggested box, right? In my suggestion, my, in my suggestion box, I'm seeing booty, booty, booty. I'm seeing booty, booty, booty. So as a result, I would tell that to a, a woman. I would tell that to, and the woman would say, I never see that. I never see booty in my suggestion box. <laughs> All right. A lot of people looking to get snapped today. Okay. And so you would go, well, it must be because I'm a male. They know my demographics. They know my age. They know whatever. And so I would get, yeah, they'll, they'll make it your fault. Well, it must be you looking at it. And so they're suggesting it. It must be you. <laughs> Boy, a lot of people, hold on for a second. Boy, why y'all trying to get banned today? Why y'all trying to get banned? Soon as you put something in there, y'all might I'm banning you. All right, let's just keep it keep it civil here. And they'll blame it on you. Hey, it must be you that is doing this to suggest have these suggestions. And so they will say, I don't see any booty on my Instagram feed. All I see is six pack abs. All I see is is um what is it called when they wear the dresses? When they see well, what is it called? Fashion Nova. All I see is Fashion Nova. All I see is women slaying it. All I see is what is that girl's name? Lizzo. That's all I see. I don't see any booty. And because you see booty, it's your fault. That's basically what they're saying. <laughs> all right. And that's how they use the plausible deniability. But because of TikTok, now it's all getting out. And now you're seeing the women that they used to say, what are you talking about? Right. They used to say, I never seen any or heard any of these women. Now these women are now being visible. 
So that is the beautiful thing about social media is now you get to see, hey, these were the women I was talking about. Where you said, where are you meeting these women? Here they are. So that's been the beautiful thing about TikTok. Now, today's episode, we're going to talk about why modern women would die themselves. And I had to change it in the title, why they would be unalive, why modern women would die without attention. And this is the series called You Either Love Women or Understand Them, You Can't Do Both. All right. So anyway, we got great topics today. And do me a favor, hit the like button. And also, here are today's topics right now. We're going to talk about when you go overseas, please act civil. This is a message to the passport bros. We're going to show you a video or two of men acting uh, ninja-ish. Ninja-ish. Dudes are acting ninja-ish when they're going overseas, bringing that ninja uh, attitude over to overseas. All right, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the celibates are starting to reveal themselves. You're starting to see prostitution in real form. And I actually told you that this is what's going to be. And you're also going to see uh, talking about we're going to talk about the main event. All right. Shout out to the passport bros. I know they listening now. They're like, uh oh, <laughs> he's going in. Coach is going in on everybody. What do we got over here? Who do we got over here? We got a uh, Johnny is free over on the cash app. Appreciate you, brother. Johnny is free is in the building. Um, he says nothing but yesterday. XL Pro Services is back in the building. Thank you, XL Pro Services. Show is so is Brian Horsley. Appreciate you guys. The usual suspects, indeed. Perpetual Development says these females be trying to hold soft rain. Yes, they're trying to hold soft rain, not masculine frame, soft rain. And we're going to talk about flirting. We're going to talk about flirting in the flirt game of why women love and enjoy flirting and why men typically don't enjoy it in general. There's always going to be one or two men that come in here and say, I like flirting, right? I don't mind flirting. And again, that's like men that say, hey, I don't mind taking women out for dinners and conversation and drinks and being surrounded by a woman or two or three. There are men like that. There are men that would hate that because either they can't afford it or they just know that the woman's not there for, gen for genuine reasons and they're gaining and he's losing, right? So a lot of guys don't understand that. So a lot of guys will say, I don't mind flirting, right? Because at the end of it, he doesn't mind wasting his time flirting with a, a few women, them winning, and then he'll just go off. Like he, he gets something from it other than straight peace leave, right? But a lot of men, I would say 80% of men, they don't care for flirting at all. Just like foreplay, like they don't care for it. It would benefit you to care for it, right? But they don't care for it. They're like, look, let me just get the, let me just get in there and roar, roll around for five seconds, bust, five stroke special, get the hell out of there, right? That's why they're there. So when I say men don't enjoy flirting, it's very generally, right? And it's generally to the point at 80%. Men could go without it. Like the top, the top or the bottom 50% of men who don't have any success with women, they don't like flirting at all. Like they, they get no success. They might sleep with one or two or three women their entire lives. They could do without flirting. I mean, because they know most oftentimes flirting came at an L. He took an L for flirting. We're going to talk about that. But it's a form of attention that women get, and they love it because most of the time they're able to transact from that flirting, right? And the only way they lose flirting is by lying on their back and giving up their legs, right? If they give up the leg, they lost the flirting because they know eight times out of 10, they're going to lose that guy. That guy is just going to get it. He's going to bust and be gone. So if she doesn't get anything further th from then that or a, a, a date or conversation, anything further, a trip, a bag, vacations, she lost. Okay. Somebody says, I slept with none. 
hey, it happens. <laughs> but um, but uh, we're going to talk about flirting, how it's a form of attention. All right, for her. And and by the way, let me say this. You guys see the topics down there. I must make sure I understand that you understand that this is not hate for women. This is understanding them. It might come off as hate because we're revealing the truth. Like I just talked about the previous five minutes. When you start revealing the truth, it might seem like hate because we're revealing the deception or the manipulation, if you will. And manipulation is not necessarily evil, but uh, people are trained to manipulate, right? They're trained to manipulate. And you've been trained to manipulate another person, but um, you don't see it as deception. You see it as, as the part of the game. This is why we call dating a game. This is why men say I'm running game. It's a game. And when you acknowledge it, that it's a game of, of give and take or push and shove or uh, it, you give a little, she gives a little. I mean, it's basically a game. It's basically a dance. And so do you take dancing seriously all the time? Not all the time. You could be serious sometimes. Do you take game seriously? Sometimes you do. Sometimes you don't. So when you understand that it's somewhat of a game of give and take, all right, and who's going to give the least and take the most? Then you realize that when I'm talking about manipulation, I'm not talking about it in the evil sense. I'm not talking about it. But but with that being said, there are some apex predators out here who wake up every day. And when I call an apex predator again, that is a person that wakes up every day with the full and sole in uh, intention of swindling men. There's women that wake up every day who we call apex predators. They stuff their chest full of silicone. They stuff their booties full of fat. They faith, They put their makeup on. They toss their hair. Every day that woman wakes up, her sole intention is to manipulate and finesse and swindle a man. Right? Right? Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. That's an apex predator. Now, that form of manipulator, her manipulation is basically, most men should see it coming, but they don't. Most men should see that coming. I see it coming because I call them. I used to call them in um, in um, Orange County. I used to call them. Well, I call them the apex predators. All right. And so they will solely intent like, man, I got stories upon stories living in Orange County with these saber tooth apex predators. All right. These people are hell bent on injecting venom into you and they'll leave you down uh, convulsing on the side of the road after they inject you. They don't give a damn. They don't give a damn. That that form of the manipulation can be deadly if you're not careful. And these people are are um they're aimed to kill. All right, so we're gonna talk about that. Uh, what do we got here? Did I get you over there on the cash is app? So when we talk about watch out for the apex predator, absolutely. Now that person is manipulative and dangerous. It can be dangerous to your pockets. It can be dangerous to your family. It can be, man, these people are dangerous with the manipulation. And there can no longer be any women that says, where are you meeting these women? Because it's very apparent on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. They're here. And they have links in their bios for booking information. <laughs> they're, they're taking dues to child support for $10,000 a month or better. That would be an apex predator. All right, Albert Ingram over on Vimo, there was an article that said women are now out-earning men. Here we go again. And women were saying men need to catch up. It's funny because these are the same women that were complaining about equality in the gender pay gap. Well, that, that's when you know. Again, we've already talked about feminism in a sense that it was never about equality. Um, it was about giving them. And most, most everything that they've been getting from feminism has had to be given over by men. Men have had to give it over to them. 
we want this. We want that. We want this. Okay, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. And men have had to take a back seat, especially black men. Uh, black men overwhelmingly still come out to cape for their black women. And then overall, oh, we should give it to the sisters. The sisters deserve it. Then sooner or later, the sisters are pissing all over you. <laughs> all right. And calling you dusty and dirty and telling you you are a simp for going overseas. And all right. Uh, telling you you're gay for, for following Kevin Samuels. Like, where does it end? Where does it end? I'm like, these are the same sisters that you gave the opportunity to or you you abdicated your throne to put them on a throne. And now they're looking down on you. Oh, she's the queen. But are you the king? Rarely. I mean, there's no group of women that disrespect their men more than more than them. And I know I don't have any hate for them. I just tell the truth. I think most American women are pretty much gone. They're gone. All right. Unless they grew up on a commune or in a cult or something like that. They're gone in the sense of what men want from them. But really, really, what feminism is now doing now is they're always bragging. There's more female doctors in, uh, in uh, female in doctor school than men. Okay, if it was about equality, why are you bragging about it? Wait, 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 hold on for a second. You can't win! If it was about equality, why would they brag when there's more women doing X? Just fill in the blank. There's women out-earn men. More women work than men. All right. Well, I thought we were doing equality. There's more female engineers than men. You're going, wait a minute. Time out. Time out. Time out. Men never bragged that there was more men than women. If, if, there, was, if, if there was an article that says there's more men than women, they would say we need to equal it out. But then when the women take over, it shows you it's not about equality. It's about dominance. It's about, and then once you give up the throne, it's, you're asked out. Then you ain't getting it back. Once women start bragging, well, you dudes are broken dusties and we make more money than you, which is typically something you hear from a stragnesia. She said, we make more money than you and the average black man makes $44,000 a year. I go, why were you bragging about it? Why are you bragging? <laughs> that shouldn't be a brag if we're talking about feminism is about equality. But then you hear feminism is not about equality. We talked about this. Feminism is certainly about dominance. All right. Anybody that brags about that is basically showing you they had no intentions of this being about equality. They should say, oh, there's more women are out. Women are out earning men. We need to equal that out. That's what you should hear if their true intentions were equality. But it's not. And it's very apparent here. But you got to open your eyes to it. Let's give you four on the PayPal. We'll get into the show. All right. Uh, Caitlin Ferguson, how's it going, coach? In your opinion, as a man who was once married, how long should husbands go without sex from their wives? Wow, that's a good one. And uh, he says, what would it take for wives to be more sexually responsive, especially if she claims she doesn't want to get cheated on? Anyway, let me start this off with a joke. What's the difference between a prostitute, a mistress, and a wife? What's the difference between a prostitute, a mistress, and a wife. Well, the prostitute says, are you done yet? Or asks. The prostitute asks, are you done yet? The mistress says, are you sure you're done yet? The wife says, beige. I'll paint the ceiling beige. <laughs> now, listen, 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 listen.
See, sex is used. <laughs> sex is used by wives, mistresses, and prostitutes to gain. Okay. Now, a wife, you're asking, how could you get your wife to be more sexual? She's using that as a reward system. She's using that out of pity. She's using that as an out of duty. She's using it to gain leverage. I want something from him. She's not using it. Wives don't use it for enjoyment, especially after year two. But then the first two years, yes. But after a time, she'd be like, okay, I got to do this. <laughs> because at the end of the day, they're using it to transact. For instance, a woman that's a celibate, she can sell herself to four or five men, maybe more in a day. Now, men, if you try to do that in two days, you'll be out of business, right? If you try to service five women a day, you'd be flat out out of business. You'd have to be 19, 20 year old, full of energy and testosterone, and he'll be out of job in a week. There's no way he can keep up with that. But a woman can. She can let you clap the cheeks and then go ahead and put her paw out, collect her money, go to the next guy. She can deep, she can deep, she can compartmentalize the act, the act based on her need. So when you're asking me, when you're asking me, the, the question is, let me go back. You're asking me, what would it take to get a wives to be more sexually responsive? They don't view sex as that. Only when they want it as that. And if their husband isn't capable, for instance, they'll marry a guy who's not very sexually pro uh, proficient. She knows that. Um, let me show you a picture of this, a video of this. She'll marry a guy that's not the best sexually. Now, she'll reach for the guy on the back end and then get that when she wants it. And you got to understand this. We'll do a series on this, why women are hot and cold um, on this one. Let's go ahead and show you the video right here. So she's not sexually attracted to this man. She's sexually attracted to what she's going to gain. This is the godding girl. She's not sexually attracted to him at all. And so after a period of time, after she has realized that she's on the life insurance She's on the pension plan. She's got the house. She's got the car. She's got the investment stage. She's, she's going to be drier than the Sahara Desert. And when we talk about this, we're talking very generally. I know there's this one woman is going to say, Coach, you're wrong. I've been married to my husband 15 years, and we still go at it three times a day. We slap bellies together all the time. All right, we're both overweight, right? We're both ugly, and we both go at it like sea lions. Okay, great. That is very much going to be the exception to the rule. For the most part, what I'm saying is absolutely true, okay? It's a more of a duty. So that's just the reality of it. That's just the reality of it. We, got, we have many, many clips of women doing, saying this on social media. They say as much on social media, and then women be in the comment section, the normal ham and eggers will be like, that's so me. That's exactly what I do with my husband. Let's go ahead and listen. Are you serious? I, I, I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. And so what this is, a lot of men be like, oh, I hate that about women. I don't want you to hate this. You got to understand they are hot and cold when it comes to sex because of their cycle, because of their hormones, because of the way they ovulate. One minute they're on. Have you ever had this happen? Okay, uh, we'll get to the show. Have you ever had this happen? I'm going to give you an example. One week you bump into a woman somewhere. You bump into a woman and she's flirtatious. She's high. You, she. She's eating up. She's eating out of the palm of your hand, right? You got the little deer feed and the deer's just nibbling. She eating out the palm of your hand. She giving you signs and what do they call it? Um, choosing signals. She eating that shit up. 
Now you don't go in for the kill. You don't close. You'd be like, oh shit, man, I got her where I got her right when I where I want her. Two weeks later, two weeks later, you go exactly to that same spot. Say she's uh checking out, she works at the, the, the grocery store. You go to the grocery store two weeks later. You like, uh-huh. What's up, girl? She look at your ass like, she look at your ass like, who the fuck are you? Like, what? Huh? You missed your shot. <laughs> you know why? Because hormonally, she's either on or off. There's periods of the month. She's completely off. She's completely oblivious to whatever. She don't want no salami. She don't want no interest. She don't want no new dude. She got another dude. She done went through something in the last two, two weeks with another dude. She cold now. She's off. But two weeks ago, her ovulation cycle was heavy. Her hormones were kicking in. Her body was telling her to get pregnant. That's what nature does. Her body was saying, find a mate, impregnate me. <laughs> That's why women are hot. This is about understanding women. This isn't about hate. So your wife is hot and cold. One day, she drinks two or three glasses of wine, and she's ready to go. She's ready to go. Two weeks later, you're like, baby, all right, you want some wine? You want some liquor? Come on, let's go. And she's like this. Are you serious? I... I, I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. Yeah. Women are hot and cold. <laughs> they hot and cold. They're, they're interesting creatures to get to understand, and most people have tried to figure them out. And the problem that you can't, why men in the past have never figured them out is because they've been weak with their loin, right? They've always fallen for, oh, well, maybe this one's different. And, and that's how you ruin it. What you have to understand is find understanding first, and then you can deal with them. But if you try to find understanding and then follow it up with love, you're going to fail. You can either love them or understand them. You cannot do both. It's either one or the other. This is why a person could say, I want to be a, I want to dominate a woman. I'm going to just use Donovan Sharp's relationship. Okay. He has a woman that he has in this dominant frame, right? So. He's making her do X, Y, and Z. I don't think he loves her, loves her. I think he has a good situation, right? And she's following. That, that's what it is. He knows the nature. He hasn't fallen for it. He keeps her in this box and it's good. I think a lot of guys then go, I understand them, but you're a purple pill. And then you go out and try to find love and you get ran over. Mm. <laughs> he says, can you do neither? You got to figure it out. What path do you want to walk on? You want to love women or you want to understand them? You cannot do both. You have to choose one if you're dealing with them. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> and when you go into understanding, you got to, you'll, you'll start, you'll start to hate them. You'll start to hate them naturally. But then when you mature, you just go, it is what it is. There's nothing you can do to change it. There's no, have you ever tried this? There's no amount of you talking to him. You ever talk to a woman and say women do this and women do that? And she'd be looking at you like this. <laughs> she'd be like this. What? Well, what, what, what women need to do is they need to understand that feminism, feminism was a, a ploy for the government that, that forced you into free labor so you could be a taxpayer. She'd be like. But what you need to understand is feminism was a trick and you was deceived. And what you need to do is you need to go back to men and you need to be fit feminine. And she'd be like, 
<laughs> it's the same as this. It's the same as this. To get men and women on the same, we're not two. We're not two of the same. We're not one in the same. We have. We live in a parallel universe in which many times we just interact temporarily, right? We interact temporarily, but we should just be separated, like until we need to get together and then separate again. To, for the most extent, I know that's hardcore to understand, but there's more that go in that than that statement alone. Let me give you an example of this. Let me give you another example. <laughs> Okay, so you can drive it home. This is how different men and women are. All right, go ahead and watch. Everybody turn into your screen because I know you're not watching it. Turn into your screen and look right now. This is how different. This is how different men and women are. Go ahead and take a look. So this is how men and women live on a parallel universe. See, this is this is how we go. Now, to you, to you, this woman is dumb, but in her mind, she's smart as hell. She, in her mind, this works in her universe. Now, you still have to help and come to her universe from time to time. But in her mind, in her mind, this shit makes sense. Now, the problem is this. Here's the problem. The world is designed around men, right? Because men have the strength and the power. So we tend to design the world around us. So when they come in with their mindset, it makes sense, but they can't do nothing about it because the it's a man's world. Right. They can't they can't do anything. But let's just think. Imagine for a second. Imagine for a second. Let's just think if the world was designed around women, that would be the prevailing thought that the, the what you just saw her do. That would be the prevailing thought. And you would be dumb. This happens in marriages. The husband will do something and the wife will come behind it because the marriage is designed around the wife's world. And the husband will do something and she'll come right around him. Why did you do that? You're a dumbass. And then she'll tell everybody around her. Why you're a dumbass. Meanwhile, you, you're the genius of the house. And then you got to convince everybody else that she's the brains of the operation. <laughs> so what do you, how do you deal with this? How do you, because the marriage is designed around her where she, she, she benefits. She's the one who rules the roost. So everything you do, do is dumb, but everything she does is genius. But the accountability lies in your lap. It's a weird world. But again, you have to understand women as opposed to hate them or love them. I don't want you guys to hate. All this is is understanding when I tell you these things. All right, anyway. <laughs> Where are we at here? We got a couple. I thank you for that question. Then he says, how long would you go without having sex? Guys, I mean, personally, I've been married before and I've gone weeks. It is very common for married people to go weeks. I mean, weeks, because one day turns into two. The woman will say, hey, how about tomorrow? Tomorrow I'll come. Oh, uh, how about? Oh, I'm on my period. Okay, but how about next week? Or they'll schedule sex. Oh, we'll have sex on Saturday, and then Saturday comes. Oh, I'm, are you tired? I'm tired too. All right. There's movies made about this. Okay, and then, uh, then, then you skip that Saturday. Then Sunday comes. Y'all going to church, the football game. Y'all don't get it in. Then, then you're waiting. Then oh, next Saturday. Oh, I'm on my period that Saturday. Next Saturday. Men put up with that shit all the time. You'll go months without no nookie. And then she'll come up and try to give you that treat. Oh, okay. Here, you want your cookie? Or she'll say, but you mad that I didn't give you no cookie? Doesn't mean you can't perform your duties. Don't be mad because I didn't give you none. You don't even deserve none. Men go years without getting no sex from their wives. Years. <laughs> okay, let me just tell you. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. And by the time she give you it, 
Yeah, it's the pity sex. By the time she give it to you, and this is what's wrong with monogamy, is because essentially she has all the power and you have no leverage. So, and and by the way, I'm giving y'all way too much, but we've talked about this before. If indeed you, uh, in these situations here, she has all the leverage. And then of, of course, by the time you pout, kick, scream and cry, and then she throw you some, it's the laziest effort you ever had in your life. But you've actually worked yourself against it. You chose to do this. Again, you can't hate them for doing this. She loses desire for you the more you commit and invest. <laughs> the more you commit and invest, she loses desire for you. There's actually more desire, and she's probably more cooperative when she's trying to chase the ring as opposed to when she gets the ring. She gets the ring, she's going to get comfortable on you. I mean, it's just how it works. This is why in monogamy in general, for most men, it's not good, but overall for society, it's probably good. All right, but I think we're going away from monogamy and you're seeing frustrated men. So this is what we have here. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of off and on on my belief of monogamy. It's not natural. It's nowhere near natural and it's nowhere near natural of what we've been doing. But a lot of people say just because it's not natural doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. No, 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 no. It's not natural. Okay, period. It's not our natural position. It benefits society. Yes, it benefits children. Yes, but men over time, I studied this, actually have an article ready to present, but I'm going too far. Men over time have never been around raising their kids. This is only in a structured society where we have houses and cookie cutter houses and communities and little league baseball. Now it makes sense for the man to stick around. Prior to that, men have to be trailblazers, explorers. They had to be hunter and gatherers. So they were never around just sitting around raising their sons and daughters. That's what the women did. And then we had to go out there and fight the war hunt and gather, and we had to go out there and explore and find new ways and go to work. We didn't have time to be like, all right, I'll change the diaper tonight. Okay, I'll wake up at 12 in the morning and, and breastfeed the kid. I mean, th that's a new phenomena, and now we've had to adjust and adapt. So it is what it is. It is what it is. But anyway, too much, too much. Too much, too much. Yeah, men start taking the kid when the kid turns to an adolescent. Then the man says, okay, you can walk, you can talk, you can chew gum. All right, I'm going to teach you how to now be a man. I'm going to teach you now how to preserve yourself as a daughter to get the greatest value out of you. That's when the man comes in and steps in. All right, I got it from here. All right, the kid's 13. Now the kid is no longer a kid. It is now a young adult. It is now an adolescent. Now we'll take it from here. Get your ass away. All right, and then we tell the mom, go raise the other kids. We'll take the young adult and create them into a regular adult. Anyway, this is why some cultures have what? That some cultures have a bar mitzvah to acknowledge this. Some, some cultures have a age in which they say, now this child is now a young adult, an adolescent. They're ready to be a man or ready to be a woman. They signify this. Quinceanera, 15. Uh, bar mitzvah, 13. Bat mitzvah, 15. Black culture. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. We can't give me super chats. You have to commit right here, CGA Live on the Cash App, Coach Greg Adams on the Venmo or PayPal. All right, I got a couple more PayPals. Let me do. So we're doing a new dance in our world because we have civility. You don't realize how far we were, how close we were to being barbarians. Let me just give you an example. I'm, I'm giving you all too much. 
There were times, I don't know if you know, in World War II, Benito Mussolini, he was the leader of Italy. Uh, he was the leader of Italy. He was the fascist dictator of Italy. He, they, they deleted him. They deleted him and threw rocks at his body. The public did. Out in the public, he was the leader. Imagine, the leader of the United States. And they're kind of doing this with Trump, but that's neither here nor there. They are publicly, just no matter, imagine any president, he, he, he steps down from being the president, and then they delete him, and then we get to throw rocks at his dead body. That's what they did to Mussolini in the 40s. In the 40s, we were barbarians less than 100 years ago. <laughs> and many world leaders, that's how they went down. That's why Hitler was like, oh, I'm out. <laughs> or he was like this. He was like, I'll delete myself. He didn't want, he was so scared that they would do that to him because he lost a war. We were barbaric not that long ago. And, and you can even go back to Saddam Hussein. All right. Many people have been taken down and we just going to delete them. I swear to God, man, you guys don't realize how far we've come. We've been very, very much barbarians not that long ago. I mean, we barely had cards and electricity not that long ago. You guys got to realize what we've done and how much social engineering has gone into us being trained and to have 10 talking points our whole life. They actually did this to all those rhino Republicans when Trump lost the election. They put up all them rhino Republicans to go up there and denounce Trump after they supported him. And they went up there. Why? Because they didn't want to be beheaded. I'm giving y'all too much. They didn't want to be beheaded. They was like, they're going to chop my head off. And they went up there, uh-huh. And they had to go up there and denounce him all up in there in the Capitol. That's what they do. In times before there were cameras, they would have chopped their head off. <laughs> they would have literally lined them out there and firing squatted them. Anyway. But now, because there's cameras and we can identify people in social media, they can't do it. So they got to do what? They got to strip you down in public and shame you and then send you back out there with your tail tucked between your legs. So anyway, that's how they used to do it. And that was not that long ago. I want you guys to catch up with me because I'm three steps ahead of you and you can only see my back. I know you need to catch up with, with me. <laughs> anyway, I study this stuff on my off time. Man, let's stop. Let's stop playing games with you guys. Uh, here we go. Let's talk about this. <laughs> see here. Uh, let's talk about this. Where are we at here? Uh, overseas passport, guys. Oh, it's your turn today. It's your turn. Let me see if I can pull this up. Where's the video? All right. Shout out to everybody that listens to me on the podcast. All right. So these are guys that went overseas. All right. A lot of brothers are promoting going overseas, getting your passports and and you're going to deal with submissive, feminine, matriarchal. Uh, I'm sorry, patriarchal raised women. This is a myth, by the way, not overwhelmingly, because you still see strippers and escorts and hookers on social media. No matter what, you can pull them up in Venezuela, Brazil, Venezuela, uh, Colombia, Thailand. There's video. There's it. Listen, it's all the same. They just can't get over on the court system on you. And that's where the difference is. So you can. Then see men go over there and take advantage of the situation, right? But if that's you, that's you. That's what I do anyway. I travel to have fun. But um, what's happening is because these men are getting attention and women are shooketh over here. Black women are going nuts about this, whether they say you can leave or not. There's still some semblance of pookies going over there. They're like, oh, it's free reign over there. All oh, these women, we can take advantage of them over there. Oh, we can go flash our money. Oh, we could be at the top of the economic food chain. All right. And then the wrong men are getting the message and they're showing up here. 
I once went to the Dominican. All right. And that's not overseas, by the way. <laughs> if you're in America, if you're in Europe, it's overseas. But for you, it's a short puddle jumper from Miami. Mm. All right. But what they're doing over here, the Pookies are going over there and say, oh, we on the top of the economic food chain. Let's go act a fool. Let's go ahead and watch here. Let's go ahead and watch. Dominican Republic on Rock. Uh oh. Uh oh. Senor uh, Enrique. Senior. Oh, he's trying to hug. See? Uh, he's trying to hug Enrique. He's he's irate. He's beside himself because he's like, first of all, this is disrespect. What are you guys doing over here? This is a massive amount of disrespect to Flash Money. Do you realize this is the third world country? I mean, in all for all intents and purposes, a lot of people are there. Most of the people there are really poor. If you've never been there, just go to South Sasua or Caviate or Puerto Plata. Look over here. There's the ocean over there, pure poverty across the street. And so this guy feels disrespected. And these guys, these pookies over here are going, oh, it'll be all right. We just shooting a music video. But you're throwing money and currency on their street. And Tio is upset. Tio Enrique is irate. He's beside himself. And not only that, these men have a major problem. If you've never been there, these people will machete your ass. They will machete you. I mean, you're lucky the machete didn't come out. These dudes will, the machetes are common over there. <laughs> and now they've caused the scene. Look at these guys. These people are mad. These people are mad at them. This is disrespect. This is disrespect. So there's, uh-oh, there's the girls over there. Hello. There's the girls over here like, hey, see me later. We'll go ahead and bend it over for you. So this is what they have you going over there for if you've never been. All right. Now they're trying to say it ain't the real deal. You know what I mean? You got to go somewhere else. All right. A lot of these movement of the goalposts. But the reality is when you if you go over there, the, the, the name of this game right now, go over there, act respectfully. Yes, you're going to be the top of the food chain. You're going to be the richest of the rich when you go over there. And you could be a broke pookie. You could be $50,000 a year guy, $40,000 a year guy. You're doing better economically than most people there. But do not go over there and throw it in their face. You're causing trouble. And not only that, I want you to understand, you're making it harder for when I go back. When I go back there, they're going to look at us like Pichi Miyate. Miyate, all right? All right, they're going to be like, oh, this, okay, it's more of these guys coming in here. And they're irate, and they're going for the gold chain, gold teeth, gold. All, they're doing all this. Don't cause a scene. Don't draw attention to yourself. Look, and these dudes, you might think, hey, they black like us. They don't look at it like that. They Spanish. I know we, I know we want to drag them into our own slavery narrative and say these are our people. They don't look at that. They're, you're an American. They're Dominican. <laughs> These are people I know Black Poppy. They have a video of a Dominican grandmama. And um, <laughs> it's a funny video. It's a Dominican grandmama with her little baby, uh, her little uh, granddaughter. And the granddaughter has a white doll. And the grandma's trying to give the white doll to the baby. All right. And then the Dominican mom of the child is trying to give the child the black doll. And, and the Dominican grandma was like, uh-uh. This is where they are with it. They like that. Nah, get that black doll away from my daughter. So you might say, go over there. Y'all us. We wanted the same. You're American. They're Dominican. <laughs> That's how it works. All right. Don't, don't go over there with your slavery narrative and just put us all, put them one in one, one box. 
So look, they shaking his ass down. They shaking his ass down. And you got to do, hey man, never go where you're surrounded by people, man. Like these dudes in the back, he could have shanked and jick, jook them all up. And this dude shaking them up right here. They reaching for his chain across people. See, that's what, hey, you earned all of that. So this is what I'm saying here. Uh, have some sense of civility when you travel to other countries. First of all, you don't know their laws. Do not go over there doing things. Culturally, things are different. Like, for instance, you ever been around somebody uh, that pulls out a handkerchief and all at a restaurant? Culturally, that's somewhat inappropriate today. Back 40, 50 years ago, you could do that. So just that little distinct cultural difference can make people appalled at you. So just because we look the same and all that shit, it don't matter. Cult, there's cultural differences that you go over and violate. Some things that could get you put in jail. You're like, I didn't realize this. You could get put in jail, okay? And uh, some things that are going to put you at harm's in harm's way and risk. Some things are violations. Sometimes you spit on their culture. You spit on their culture by doing things like, I'm going to just flash money. Even if you're shooting a little music video for Instagram, like, did you do that in Atlanta? You knew you would get ran up on. All right, if you did that in Atlanta, you knew you would get pulled up on. So don't do it over there. When you go over there, be quiet. When the Europeans are over there, trust me, I've been over there. When the Europeans are over there, they quiet as a church mouse pissing on cotton. They're not trying to draw no scene. They go over there, they do their fornication, they do their island boys, they do their shopping. They don't be out in the middle of the street showing the money. By the way, one more, one more point on this. Just because you're there proves that you're wealthy. Your presence alone proves you're wealthy. Okay, because they can't do what you're doing. They think you're rich because in their mind, they said, what would it cost for me to go to New York? And they've worked that shit out in their, they, they planned it out for 20 years and they're going, I can't even freaking do it in 20 years worth of working at this hotel resort. I still can't do it. You showed up there and you're eating hotel resort food. You're rich. Okay. That's, that's flashing money alone. Okay. That's flashing money alone. What you just paid there is one year's pay. Okay. So get it real. You don't have to flash money when you go over there. You are the top of the top when you show up in here. And that's not just in the Dominican. That goes for damn near anywhere you would go. Even many Europeans can't afford to come over from where they are. That's a huge expense to them. When you go to Europe, they wish they could come over to the United States and they like, I don't got $6,000. They don't have it. And it's a hard thing with visas and travel and passports. It's not that easy. So people have to understand that as Americans, please be civil where you go. Don't show up like Brittany Griner and act entitled. Well, in America, we could do that. So what? You're not in America anymore. Okay. Not in America. All right. So anyway, what are we doing here? Let's do another story. Uh, the celibates. He says, DR is done. Please avoid. Yeah, it's it's well, too many people have talked about it. So trust me, I've been there with a plane. I was on there. Uh, what was the basketball player from the Miami Heat? It was there. It was like, I think it was Memorial Day. It was a Memorial Day weekend. I booked the trip. I shouldn't have went that weekend. It was a plane. And this was 2000 and. I want to say it was 2018, 2019. Okay. The plane was full of ninjas. <laughs> the plane is full. What was the dude? Hassan 
Hassan Whiteside, he was in the airport with us on the same plane, all right? And Hose was checking him. They was checking for him. Every seat, because I flew in from L.A. to Miami. I got to Miami, and I went down to the plane where, where the because it was a little puddle jumper. We went over there. The whole area was full of ninjas. <laughs> so, Hassan Whiteside. It, um, with that being said, that was 2018 and people knew what it was. So by 2022, you're going there. It's not a secret anymore. Everybody knows why you're there. Everybody knows what's up. And you're going down eight deep. You, they're ready for you when you get down there. <laughs> it was, it was dude, women and men. It was loaded up. There was an event going on. I think some, some hotel resort had a, had an event going on. It was like a Memorial day weekend. So um, anyway, I stayed away from that hotel. It was in Puerto Plata. I stayed away from them and went all the way over there to South Sewer. <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, the celibates are starting to reveal themselves. They're revealing what I've been telling you. Prostitution dating is turning into straight up prostitution. And let's go ahead and let the young woman get a word in on this one. Here's a woman, pretty foreigner. I don't know what that means here. Uh, it says right here, y'all ruined women. Y'all. Y'all, um, y'all ruined women who dated for love. Now y'all stuck with the ones who date for money. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Do you see this right here? Now, what she's doing is she's saying men ruined it because, you know, obviously it's going to be our fault. It's going to be one of these situations. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. All right, it's always the black man's fault. It's always the man's fault. We ruined it. All right, this is just the world. They live in a man's world, so they got to blame us. And accountability skirts them. They're never going to be in the level they're going to take the blame. <laughs> all right, so it's always Jermaine's fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. It's not the fact that they out here finesse dudes uh, uh, for dinners, right? They didn't acknowledge that. Dated for love? Are you serious? The amount of women that dated men for finessing them for foods and relationships and gifts, you're, you're going to blame it on men? This is absolutely insane. And there's women out here. Well, just because eight women finessed you for dinners don't mean I want. Who's going to take that deal? Men after a point of time is going to say, forget it. All right, I got finessed eight times. Forget it. Well, that's your problem. But you still should invite me to dinner and pay. Well, I got finessed eight times. Well, I'm not the type of woman to do that. And then they do it anyway. <laughs> right? They'll be like, well, I just don't feel enough connection with you after three dates. And then you find them getting a stink poked out by Pookie. And you're going, wait a minute, how did he get it for free? But again, this is her perspective. Y'all ruined women who dated for love. Now y'all stuck with the ones who date for money. Now, check this out. Always go to the comment section to figure out what's going on here. Always go to the comment section and see what the Normie, Ham, and Egger woman is thinking about this. They're actually co-signing dating men for money, in which I call dating or what you call prostitution. Uh, this woman says, bing bong, fire. This woman says, say it louder for the clowns in the back. Here's a girl that goes by princess for some reason. So true. Here's a woman. She laughs, laughing emoji. And then the black man says, y'all say anything? Of course. Here's another one. Accountability be missing more than the vice president. No accountability here. This guy says women are on drugs. Here's another woman that says that part. This is e. This is communital language. Now y'all stuck with them hoes. Uh, what, what are you doing? Here's a woman, uh, 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 a red bone. Facts. Pookie says, I ain't do shit. 
And another guy says they ruined it by themselves for effing with the same type of man that traumatized them before. And now they embrace them same type of dudes because of the money. But we ain't going to talk about that. So oddly enough here, this is why I think the community is done. It's a hell is going to hell in a handbasket because you have sep- you have a you have very much uh, people can't come to a common agreement agreeance on the social contract on a simple committed relationship. I mean, this is simple stuff that many cultures are able to just get over. All right, we'll get over this and we can jump over it. The community can't even keep it simple. You can't even agree on a social contract from the jump. And I think it stems from economics. This does not have anything to do with culture or it does have to do very little with culture, but it's mostly an economic issue because the women are doing very well and competitive with the men or the women have a safety net, the government, education, corporations, and so forth. The men don't have the same safety net. So there's a lack of respect. It's a simple lack of respect. So you can't bring these two people together in a work in general. Sure, you'll see examples here and there. But somebody's losing in that example. You might not see it. They don't show it on social media. But somebody's going, okay, I'll take these L's. And then just to maintain the relationship. Or another person might say, let's just stay together for the good of the race. You see what I mean? And then you say, well, they're successful. No, they're committed to a bigger picture. Not just this love romance thing. They're going, let's stay together for the kids. Let's stay together and build the community one one step daddy at a time. But in general, you can't even come to the table to even get out of the blocks. And now, this isn't just the community now. Now, in general, you have open forms of prostitution. And this woman's admitting it. <laughs> this woman's admitting it. And she's saying, I'm going to cross the line from dating in the prostitution. Now, I'm going to just date for money. I'm going to date for food. I'm going to date. What are we doing here? So it's becoming apparent, and I've been telling you about this for a long time, that this is where we're going to go. And I told you about this. This is, I've been saying, that. who remembers listening to me where I said, they'll be banging, they'll be knocking on your door for bottles of water. Who remembers that? That was Venezuela 2.0. I was like, women will be so strapped down economically that they'll come to your door for sugar, bottles of water, and they'll sell some peace leave for it. They're doing that now, <laughs> okay? They're doing that right now. And they're calling it, dating or they calling it trying to get the bag or they're saying gotta get my bag and run (laughs) they're bragging about it they're like oh you know i mean i gotta do what i do if he don't give you a birkin bag throw the whole man away women was like you go queen yes yes say it loud for the clowns in the back yes queen yes that part (laughs) so we're by the way they've been already doing this but it used to be underground now it's acceptable and if you believe we're ever going back to what you think is traditional dating you're out of your mind we will go back to sticks and stones and prostitution before we go back to traditional dating dating is dead i'm sorry dating is dead in general in general again you'll be like i still date that's you (laughs) all right hold on for a second that's you. I still see people dating. That's you. We got to determine why they're still doing it. There's a bunch of other reasons. But at but there was a point in the 80s where everything was a date. Everything was ladies night. Everything was a like the restaurant would be full of dates. There was a time you would go to the movies. 
people would just be like, at the shoot 'em up movies, yeah. I took my lady to the bang bang gotcha. Shoot 'em up movies. Remember drive-ins? Remember dates? Popcorn couples. The only thing you see at couples at movies now are married people. <laughs> Dating in general is absolutely dead. Restaurants used to be able to thrive and survive off of dates alone. Getting your ass to pay the middleman to get attention from women, which is prostitution, by the way. <laughs> by the way, it's you paying for women because you're creating, you're actually donating to the pimp who is the middleman, who is the jeweler, the freaking movie theater, the dinner, the restaurant, the restaurant tour. They're the pimp. They supply the avenue of women, the nightclub. You're paying indirectly to her. And you create the, you actually keep the ecosystem going where she benefits. How's that not, how's that not, uh, how's that not pimping and macking? The pimp is the restaurant. They provide the atmosphere and the ecosystem for you to contribute to, to keep it up. But anyway, that's neither here. But in general, dating is dead. The whole idea of traditional dating, forget about it. It ain't coming back to the masses. Some people will do it. Elites will do it. Remember, anything we talk about, elites are going to continue to do. They're going to continue to date. They're going to continue to hire escorts. They're going to continue to marry. You normies, forget about it. Women thinking that there's some guy that's going to pay for dates, they'll go until 30 years and not get a one proper date. <laughs> All right, it's over. And men are not, the problem is now because women have dating apps and men too. Women can go, okay, I'll select. And they can literally date as a job. And they can just say, okay, I'll get dressed and I'll go on a date on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. On Friday, I'll mess with Tyrone. And on Sunday, I'll rest my peace leave because I gave a couple of these dates. Now, if they do that on a weekly basis, they can pile up 12 dates, 12 dates. That's metaphorically, 12 dates. Now, a man cannot pay for 12 dates a month. So this is why dating's dead on an economic stand. A woman can just be like, okay, you can take me out, and you can take me out, and you can take me out. At best, you'll pay for half. But in general, if the guy is still supposed to pay up up front, he's supposed to pay for the date, how can he possibly pay for 12 dates a month? He can't keep up. Hence, this is why guys pull back. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Everybody ain't getting a date. Everybody not getting paid for. But the women will say, well, you shouldn't be chasing around with so many women. You're doing that with men. You're actually opening up 12 dates with men. But men can't go out there and open up 12 opportunities for to meet a woman. Like they try to shame you in that, which we'll talk about next, the competition element. But men are not going to pay for, for 12 dates, 12 opportunities, 12 at-bats. And just using that. They're not, they're not going to do it. So when the man pulls back, okay, let's go meet at the park. Let's go meet at Starbucks. Ugh, he invited me to Starbucks. How dare him? Ugh, he invited me to go walk in the park. Ugh, that's a hood. He's a dusty, <laughs> right? So in essence, who ruined dating? The, met, the fact that you have more opportunities. Let's just say, ladies, I know you're like 12. Okay, let's say four a month. Let's say four dates a month. You can show up and get four dates a month paid for. If the average date costs 200 bucks, by the time you think about gas, food, entertainment, or whatnot to get you to please, four times 200 is $800. Not a lot of guys 
are going to afford 800 bucks. Let's just say, because it 12 is easy. Just say that's 12 is easy. That's four girls, three dates. Four girls, three dates. You want the guy to take you out three times. He's trying to increase his options and his odds. 1,200, I'm sorry, four girls, three dates times 200. The guy don't have that money. <laughs> the guy does not have that money, and he barely has the time to do it. You see what I mean? So dating is ruined because we can't get on the same page social contract-wise. We can't do it. We can't even get out of the blocks. And the fact that, last point, and the fact that men know that this guy's paying for a date and this guy's banging her for free, that has ruined dating. Men start going, hold up. Men, men start doing this. Wait a minute. Who are you? And women are like, where are you meeting these women? I don't do that. Guys, women are doing this, right? And they're laughing at you after you pay for the date. They're going back, oh, I got the free food. Okay, the fact that this man knows he's paying and then over here, you're banging this guy, your ex-husband, your ex-boyfriend, your baby daddy, a Tyrone, someone you got drunk with, you name it, the pastor at your church. <laughs> and he getting it rosky and he shooting nuts all up in your IUD. Meanwhile, he paid three dates. He got to wear a condom. <laughs> Oh, shit. So, again, the woman saying men ruin dates. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. We're going to take accountability here. Mm. All right, let's get into these cash apps. Hey, cash app, PayPal, and Venmo. Oh, uh, shout out to Renardo says, Coach. Oh, shit. <laughs> Are you serious? I should have read this, and then I showed you the video. He just said, Coach, I just thought I saw a disturbing amount of pookie. Oh, he was there. So this guy is there, and he sent the super chat before I showed you the pookie thing. He's like, yeah, Coach is on it. We're on one accord. We're operating on the same wavelength. Renardo says, Coach, I saw a disturbing amount of pookie behavior in the Dominican Republic a month ago, shaking my head. When pookie show up, it's time to leave the party. I'm headed to the Philippines on Friday. Wish me luck, Coach. Hopefully, Pookie can't afford the ticket or take the time or or the time it takes to get there. Free agent lifestyle. By the way, you're talking about 18 plus hour flight. Couple of planes. All right. Um. So shout out to Bernardo. Damn, we was on the same wavelength. He sent that before, before, um, we talked about it. Cause I had that up right there. That's absolutely amazing. He sent that at 8:30. I was still doing my monologue. All right. Wow. I think I showed the topics, maybe. Triggerverse says, flirting is like the lyrics to Triple H's The Game version. He says, theme song, it's all about the game and how to play it. It's all about control, and if you can take it, that's what it is. And it's a leverage. It's a leverage. Flirting is a leverage game. We'll talk about the flirt game here in a minute when it relates to attention and why women love flirting. Women, I absolutely enjoy flirting. They go out, they kick, they kick their leg up, they buy drinks, and they just be like eating it up. You, on the other hand, don't enjoy it because sometimes you got to target in, then you get the target, target acquired. You got to stick with this one and you forsake all the rest of the hoes in the bar. All right. Cause you got one locked in and she just eating it up, playing it. And then she, she dips on you. She ghosts you. So I think I don't talk to guys at nightclubs. All right. I don't get my numbers out. You know, but thanks for the drinks. I don't owe you no conversation. Like this whole thing, right? She can pull out. 
whenever she wants. And she owes you nothing, literally. So this is why we tell guys, dating and buying drinks is a full game. Unless you enjoy it. Unless you're one of the 10% of men that enjoy it. I get it. Because you got it. You're like, hey, it's just a drink. It's just a $20 drink. For, for you, it's not. It's nothing. Kevin W. says, keep in mind that these same women waited 15 years for a shot at Section 8 housing. Again, they love that government. They love that Section 8. When Trump was taking away Section 8, they was going nuts. <laughs> um, but they are looking for the easy way out. Um, but they are still going. The easy way out is better than being under the thumb of a man. And I can't blame them for that. That's their choice, but I'm not going to save them either. Jabari, much love, Coach. Pause. I've cut out of all, wait, I've cut off all non-sexual attention I give women in my life has improved dramatically or drastically, he says, but dramatically, I say, this is a tough one for men to understand. I know. I men are like, well, what are we supposed to do? You there's there's several ways you can go around this, and maybe we'll get to it when we get get there. But understand what mode one author Alan Roger Curry offered to us in the sphere itself. He said there's a difference between sexual attention and non-sexual attention. There's non-monogamous type relationships and monogamous type relationships, and he broke it down like crazy in one of his books. But there is a such thing as non-sexual attention. Women can eat up your non-sexual attention and spit it out. We're going to get to it and talk about this. They can use it because attention is their currency, right? They'll die without this attention. And we'll compare it to the uh, Lilith's Mirror fable. Mm-hmm. And gym status. I believe this is gym status. Is this you? No, it's not. It's the double R in the building. He says this is a little something. To shout out my brother Raymond Rodriguez in the building. He says now he is on the dark side with us. Shout out to the dark side in the building. <laughs> yes, indeed. We're on the dark side. All right. Oh, boy. We got a lot of people over here on Venmo. We got Eddie says, you're not lying, coach. I've had a single mother that I buy food for in exchange for peace leave. Wow. $35 at what is it called? Little? I don't know what market that is. A $35 at a deal? I don't know what that is. He says, goes a long way. It's too easy. Like you said, the best thing is once it's done, I can focus on the goals. Thanks, coach. So you got to find your own way to get around this system. And, and ladies operate in the spectrum. Sometimes they get in the financial position. They got to sell a little bit. They got to sell a bit. You might find that one. Not all women are doing this at the same time. Some women are like, oh, that's disgusting. But she did it. Right, she did it at some point to get through and patch her way up. If you find that it works for you, fine. If you are a guy that prides yourself on how you capture women, that doesn't work for you. Like your whole pride system and ego is centered around how you capture women on a routinely basis. Right? Some dudes are right there. I won't demean you, but some men are, dare I say, stuck there. They think that gets them a reward, and it really does not. I mean, some guys might look at you as fabulous player. Oh, you're a player. But some guys grow out of that and say, that's a waste of time, <laughs> right? Like, I'm not, I don't care for that anymore. Or if I do care for it, I'll compartmentalize when I care for that. Like, if I'm out and a group of women are piling around me in my 9-11, okay, I might be like, that's cool, but I'm not going to base my ego around that. Some dudes are still stuck basing their ego around it and they can't get or they can't get over the hump. Or 
This is how they they, they want to be Casanova. They want to be seen as Casanova the rest of their life. Mm. Uh, congratulations for the guys like that. I, I'm not belittling you, but but you might be there. And more power to you guys. Here we go. Uh, Will Reese says, Coach, you're right about passport bros. I live in Medi. I lived in Medellin from 2014 to 17 and saw how Colombians went from loving us to hating us. If you go live there, learn the language, learn the laws, blend in, do, but don't think they'll um, be as accepting as Americans are. And there's actually articles coming out from Mexico City, and they're hating Americans coming there. I know you think that's an oxymoron. You're like, the Mexicans coming across the border. Um, no, they're coming across the Mexican border. Those aren't all Mexican. <laughs> okay. All right. So when the Mexicans start hating that Americans are going to Mexico City and buying up everything and gentrifying it, you're like, well, the Mexicans are coming over here. I'm like, the most of the people that come across the Mexican border are not Mexican. They're from Honduras, Guatemala, Cuba. All right. Some coming in from um, uh, Brazil and Colombia and Venezuela. They coming from everywhere. Panama. And not just over on that side, they coming over from everybody. All our foreign uh, enemies are coming in through that border. So. We have to understand that, right? Iran, yep, Iran, they're coming in. El Salvador, th those aren't Mexicans. Those aren't all Mexicans coming over. You thinking the Mexicans just sitting there living in uh, Juarez waiting to come over, <laughs> right? They're coming over from everywhere through the Mexican border, all right? So anyway, let's see here. We're, we're, we're not fooling around. We're, and now uh, Dante says, caveate, I cannot pronounce it. I've been pronouncing it wrong. You can see my video in the Dominican. I still couldn't pronounce it. And they were standing right there. Apologies for everybody in Cabaretti. <laughs> mm. Sorry for being ignorant. I can't get it. But yeah, somebody says, somebody says, learn the language. That's the ultimate sign of respect anywhere you go. Just like people over here and they don't know the language, you think they're just despicable. But shout out to the, everybody. He says, I'm a passport bro, and I'm very familiar with that town. It's a great little town. Shout out to you. Appreciate you, man. All right. Anyway, I don't mean to be ignorant and mispronouncing the words. But yeah, he says he's very familiar with that town. Uh, great place to go if you stay there. It's low-key and mellow. It's not a party town. It, it is down at the beach, right? You can go down and walk to Sasua and go to the beach. And the beach is right there, right? And there's clubs and nightclubs right there on the beach and all that stuff. All right, don't go by yourself into the nightclub. You'll get machete. Mm. <laughs> All right, uh, let me do this. Do I got to get a couple cash apps in, and then we'll get, continue with the, the main event. Uh, Chizzy says, look up Bonnie Lee Bakley, Apex Predator to the core. Yeah, that was the woman that got deleted by the guy that was um, the actor, right? I can't remember his name. God damn. Sorry about that. I cursed. Bonnie Lee Blake, Bake, Bakley was an apex predator, and she, back before the internet, she targeted men through, men used to go get ads in the newspaper, and they used to read from these lonely heart women who target men specifically. Uh, what's his name? Robert, yeah, Robert Blake. Yeah, Robert Blake. So she was a girl that used to write men in the ad. She was an apex predator. She used to target men in, in advertisements in the paper, Lonely Hearts. It was the same as uh, seeking arrangements, essentially. And she was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, and he couldn't get rid of her. So uh, mysteriously, he took her to dinner, and it was like, 
yeah, Beretta. That's who it was. Dantana, Beretta. All right. And mysteriously, he was like, I can't get rid of this woman. All right. I'll take you to dinner. Oh, there's a guy. Oh, I came back and she was leaking. Last one. Double A in the building. Don't let a woman be your distraction. Do not let it. Guys, it's it's very easy, but you got to figure this out. All right, let's get to the main event. How about that? Uh, I would die for you. Uh, women would die if they could not get attention. All right, and this is just how it works. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Attention is a woman's currency. We've already said that in the manosphere the last four, 50, 11 years, 50, 11 years. But uh, this woman right here is going to explain it in a different way. And, of course, this is an example of now the normies getting the information. Once the normies get the information, they twist it or they actually take what we've been saying for the last three, four, 50, 11 years, and they actually act like they came up with it. All right. They watched a couple of red pill videos and then they start making their own videos and they start saying, hey, we came up with this. Let's go ahead and listen to this, quote unquote, female dating coach, which is the biggest oxymoron in the dating sphere. There's no such thing as a female dating coach, especially one for men. Uh, here we go right here. Let's go ahead and rewind it back. Oh, y'all can't see it. Uh, I want to share the screen. That's what we want to do here. Wait a minute. I can't get it. Oh, there it is. All right. Let's go ahead and pop this up. That's like a female therapist for men. Me to understand. There's no such thing as a female therapist for men. All right. Work on the women. All right. Let's go in here. Y'all, please help me to understand why attention is the new currency for women. So, ma'am, ma'am, when did you cut this video? I made this video in 2018. Attention is a woman's currency. But she said attention is the new currency. No, it's not. It's always been the currency. Now, money is what they want in order to patch their way up and make the bills. All right. But they're going to get this through attention. Attention is not the new currency for women. But everything she says after that. All right. Let's go ahead and say it. All right. Somebody says somebody else said this. Everybody said it. So chill. Continue. Why attention is the new currency for women. So remember, women catch on late. They never catch on on time. Remember, that's like when you're telling them something, they look at you dumb, like, huh? What? Deer in headlights. Now, when it starts affecting their pocketbooks, when it starts affecting marriage and dating and having kids, then they pay attention. When the repercussions come now, when the repercussions come and they listen to all of us been warning you now they're they're paying attention. Let's continue. Regardless of whether you have a man at home, whether you have a family at home, whether you have the job of your dreams, the house of your dreams, the right. car of your dreams. OK, she just explained what the investment stage of the marriage will. She says once you even we're going to look at Sierra here. Sierra is the prime example of this. She says, no matter if you got what you wanted from the man, you still go post on social media. Why? She can't, she can't figure out why. She said, when the guy, even when you get the man you want, even when he has the money, he provides the cars, the kids, the house, the clothes, the hose, the shoes, the boats, you still going for attention. You have a man at home, whether you have a family at home, whether you have the job of your dreams, the house of your dreams, the car of your dreams. Apparently, none of that compares to you posting on Instagram or Facebook, twerking, dancing on tables, 
drinking, getting liquor porn into your open mouth, uh, taking pictures with your tongue out, um, going around half-dressed. Like, help me to make it make sense. It doesn't make sense. I'm going to show you an example of mothers who do this, and I showed you one before, of a mother who's twerks. She puts the kid in the video, then she twerks uh, for the camera, and the kid is in the video, and then they want you to pay attention to the kid. Look at my kid's reaction to me twerking. The kid either is disgusted or it's a baby looking at the 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 pregnant the formerly pregnant ass of the woman, and she then broadcasts that on social media. You see what I mean? That's an example. Oh, oh, she got the she's got the baby. She's got the husband in the house. She's babysitting the baby. Isn't that enough? It's not enough because attention is what she needs, and I'm gonna explain that. Let's go ahead and go. Since when did attention trump self-respect? I'll tell you when, and we'll go over that. Since when did attention trump self-respect? We're going to go over that. This is nothing new. And shout out to the angry man, Valdez himself, who introduced Lilith into this sphere, and I borrowed it from him. And we're going to read from the passage that describes Lilith. Continuing. Since when does getting attention from strangers trump the love and the respect and the honor of being with a good man? So this is Sierra. She described Sierra in the mentality of women who defend Sierra doing what? Exactly that. She has the good man. She has the rant man that rescued her. She has the man that has the $250 million contract. And yet, oh, because she's a recording artist, she gets to very much occasionally, and it's almost becoming regularly, twerk for attention. She doesn't need the money. She doesn't need the attention. She could just bury herself in the back. But why do that? Nah, I got to go out there. Why should she bury herself? Just because she has this doesn't mean she can't twerk. See, this is the mentality we have. And older women, fortunately, are now coming out against this, but it's kind of too late. It's too late. Okay, so she's confused. So let's let me go. Uh, let me go to this example right here. Okay, let me show you um, what I was talking about. Uh, a Sierra. This is why men don't look at that relationship with 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 Russell Wilson as valid. And a lot of men that will come in and simp against this, right? They will look at it. Oh, coach, y'all wearing too much. What this woman described, this female dating coach described, is exactly this. What do you really want in the end? What do women want? Do they want the family, the cars, the investment? Do they want the good man? Well, once you get it, what do you in turn do with that? If then you in turn go back and say, I'll still market myself, advertise for myself, then what's more important? Is it the man or is it the family? Is it the cars? Is it the, is it the stability? Because you got it now. That's what you ask for. But are you still going to market? Are you still going to crave attention? Are you? This is what Sierra is doing. And this is why men instinctly, they may not know how to verbalize this. But they are saying, well, what, what is the effort Russell Wilson giving worth? Now, we might say Russell Wilson is fine with it. He's not a simp and blah, blah, blah. We can have an argument about that. He may not be a simp, but he may not know what he's getting into. Because what she really wants and what trumps everything, all his efforts is attention. This is what trumps it. And this is what makes men uncomfortable with this because they are saying, well, if I do all of this and this is what I get, why is it worth doing all of this? Why is it worth being a good man? Why is it worth, even when she's pregnant, she's doing it. Why is it worth it? I don't want my wife to do this. 
Of course, they're going to turn it back and say, well, you're insecure if you don't accept your wife doing this or they'll use an excuse. Well, she was doing this before him, so it doesn't matter. Right. Or he's comfortable with it. It doesn't matter. Well, we already know how this is going to end. It's not going to be good. Okay, It's not going to be good in the end. OK, let me give you more examples here and I'll go full, full screen here. Go full screen for a minute. We'll talk about flirting, the flirt game. The flirt game is attention. It's basically an attention game that she plays in which she can gain attention. She can gain drinks, alcohol, dinners, whatever it is. She can flirt with you, which is basically her putting availability of sex to you on the table. But it's a game to her. She was like, oh, I can withdraw it. And you should be able to be willing to flirt with her without getting anything in the end. You should be able to say, oh, I paid for a couple of drinks. She flirted with me and that was enough. All right, my Johnson got hard, pause. All right, I'm 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 ready to go. She's got my energy up, but now she's pulled back and she can say, I've got enough out of this. Have you ever flirted with a woman and then tried to escalate it and you get close? You might try to get a kiss. You might try to feel around her waist. And she said, what are you doing? And you were like, hey, I thought we was hot and heavy. I thought we were going in. And she calls you a damn disgusting beast for thinking that you can go that far. Well, I didn't ask you to do all that. I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for that. Now it's escalating to the point where she's going to lose. She's like, oh, now this is too much. How many times have you been in public and you've seen a woman twerking, acting stupid, grinding on another woman, looking her tongue out, ah, and then you go up there, hey, baby. She's like, what's wrong with you, you disgusting, dusty-ass beast? She might be recording herself doing it. She's recording herself doing it. And she calls you disgusting for looking at her recording it, yet she posts it for 7,000 people to give her accolades and likes. So the 7,000 people over here aren't disgusting beasts because these strangers are giving you likes, attention. They're giving you injections of serotonin, all right, oxytocin. They're giving you that addictive nature, that, that attention. And then you are sitting over here going, hi, boy, this is fantastic. Heart emoji. Oh, you disgusting perv. You see what I mean? All right. This is the flirt game. This is them doing it and they can control it. I'll put it in a controlling setting, but I'll get what I want from you, but I'm not going to give anything more. So men hate flirting in general, but there's some men that like it. But there's some men that don't understand what she's doing is a game. It's a manipulation tactic. And we talked about this earlier. So there's men you will go in an open public setting. A woman will start flirting with the guy and leading him on and doing the whole come hither. She doesn't intend to do anything with this guy. But this dude looking like a wide mouth bass, bass as she's reeling him in. And she just reeling his dumb ass in. And he following her. He's like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Now, we know he ain't going to get nothing from this. She's making him look like a stupid ass gump. And we just sitting back going, my God, this poor guy. But he thinks he's doing something. He thinks he's running game. He thinks he's playing. And she's just leading him on. What she's going to do is cut his ass off at the pass after about a few drinks. And then she's going to dip, dip, dive, and so socialize, clean out his ears and open up his eyes. And then his ass going to be standing there stupid, $60 lighter, maybe $80 or $100 lighter, got nothing from it. And she's going to be like, there's nothing I owe you. And he's going to be offended. Whoa, 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 what was all of that? Well, she was getting attention from you. Okay. And the attention is the currency, right? So when it comes to this attention game, when men try to do anything like this, 
they will make sure that this is not in your echelon. This is not in your category as a man. So let's just say you're competitive. Uh, you're competing with her for attention or you start encroaching on her for attention. Like you start doing what she's doing. When men do it, they'll say it's a foul. No, no, that's a foul when you do that. You got more social media likings than me. You got more status than me. That's foul. Okay. You take selfies. That's foul. All right. No man ever should take a selfie. Oh, you're taking a shirtless selfie. Foul. You post too much on social media. Foul. Now, why are these things fouls? Because if you are competing with her or you're getting into the attention is currency for you, it's a foul. In fact, anything a man does on social media is an absolute foul in her category. They'll say this. You put something on a dating app. That's foul. You put a picture of your car. You put a picture of you on your car. Foul. You put a picture of you catching a fish. Foul. You put a picture of you shooting a quail. Foul. You make money on YouTube. Foul. All right. Why? Why? Because that's their category. That's their echelon. That's what they supposed to be doing. All right. And you're encroaching in their territory. You're competing. As a matter of fact, some men will say foul. You send a salami picture, foul. But she has sent a picture of her titties, not foul. She has sent a picture of her whole roast beef sandwich, not foul. We supposed to be like, oh, thank God. You send a picture of your salami, not foul. I'm sorry, it's foul. In fact, anything you do is a foul that is closely related to anything they're doing to gain attention. You carry a bag that's not a backpack to put your wallet, your firearm, your keys to your car, all right? Your cell phone, your second cell phone, your burner phone. I mean, you can't put all of that stuff in your pocket. So let me carry a little bag. Foul. <laughs> we in the handbag business over here. Don't be trying to get no Louis bag. Men will call it a foul. Uh, you wear sandals. Foul. That's what we do. You wear boots. They, they got on Kevin Samuels' ass for wearing boots. Foul. You flash money. Foul. They flash the titties. Fair. You put on chapstick. Foul. You eat a hot dog in public, public foul. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Everything becomes a foul when you start competing with them. You dress better than them, foul. You got more hair, hair care products in your shower, foul. But if you got a three-in-one shampoo, why do all men have three-in-one shampoo? But that's all they sell at Target, foul. <laughs> You got skincare products, foul. You do your hair and spike it up and put highlights in your hair, foul. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Everything becomes a foul because it's competing with them. It's in their lane. That's my lane. You're peacocking. You're doing too much. You're trying to get too much attention. You can't do that. That's what we do. You see what I mean? You ever see a guy? Oh, he too pretty. Foul. All right. When was a guy that guy that ever says the woman's too pretty? Oh, he too much of a pretty boy. He did his eyebrows and he got colored eye, different color eyes. Foul. Mm. <laughs> you see what I mean? You see what I'm talking about? Yeah, you in the gym and you recording yourself. Foul. They do it fair. So what I'm talking about is you're competing into the woman's game. That is attention. They see that as a violation when you start crossing that line. That's what we do. And you're doing it better than me? Nah, we got to shoot you down. Because if you're doing it better than me, that, that is, means you're tapping into my currency. 
you're tapping into my attention. If you're coupled up, they want you to be dad bod, frumpy. Now, you don't want her to be a woman, mom bod, frumpy. You want her to be good looking. The minute you say, nah, baby, I'm going to put on my gators and my Stacey Adams. I'm going to put on my suit. I'm going to line up my beard. And I'm going to get my eyebrows done and line my hair up. They're going to be like, oh, that, uh-uh. Nah, that's too much. You're doing too much. <laughs> Foul. You start traveling. Traveling, bros. Women traveled all the time. Somebody just said it. You travel. Foul. They've been traveling and posting up pictures of them in front of the Eiffel Tower since when? Jamaica. Since when? They go on girl trips. Since when? You take a couple of your homeboys to Columbia, foul. <laughs> and they've been banging dudes. They've been banging dudes. Let me show you a video if I can do it. Yeah, they did this. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island topped. I've done all of that. Somebody said it. At some point, breathing, foul. At some point. So this is what I'm telling you. What? Why it's foul when men do this is because you're tapping into their currency. You're tapping into what makes them them. The minute you try to do it, they don't like it. It's like when you try to join the cheerleading team just so you can put the girl up with your hand, foul. But when they want to join the football team, fair. They want to join the Boy Scouts, fair. You want to join the Girl Scouts to hang around the girls, foul. <laughs> you want to join the all-female gym, foul. They want to come to your gym and do uh, air squats in the uh in the free weight section fair and they record themselves doing it so this is what we're talking about it is because attention period that's all it has to do with and they would die if they not couldn't do it sierra would die a miserable death if she had to be a mother and then remove herself from all public consumption and couldn't twerk she would die. She'd go back to future. She'd be like, no, nah, hell no. If I'm going to have to do all that, I'll go back to future and get abused. As opposed to stay with Russ under two. He, he makes more money in a football game than she has in her entire life. In that situation, she couldn't do it. Janet Jackson did the exact same thing. Somebody says, a guy having a dog, foul. I put a video of my dog on, on the video. Oh, that's foul. She puts a picture of her dog on Instagram, fair. All right, um, Janet Jackson did the exact same thing. Janet Jackson made more money marrying that Dubai chic than, than she did in her entire recording career, 30 years. And she divorced him. Why? She couldn't get no attention. He had her under her thumb. No, nah, you can't do all that. No, 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 you mind. Nope, no social media for you. No records, no videos, no nothing. Just had these kids and be up under me. She was like this. She said... She was like, oh, hell no. I'm going back to the attention. She had it all. She had it made. She had it made. She's like, I can't deal with all this. Now, I don't know the whole nature of their relationship, but she was like, I'm going back to attention. She made more money divorcing her than she did 30 years dancing to the pleasure principle. Okay, what? <laughs> and she asked for it. She asked for it. She basically said, I'll agree to marry you. And then she got it. And she was like, you see what I'm talking about? Attention is the number one thing, and they would die without the attention. Let me give you another one because I'm I'm teaching here. For the people who didn't, who refused to understand what I was teaching this morning, let me give you another example. Here's a secret. 
This is why women file for divorces. Are you ready? Are you ready? This is why women file for divorces. I'm going to give you why women file for divorces at an 80% rate. Attention. Attention. I'm going to tell you why. Well, first of all, by the time she files for divorce, she starts losing attention, normally around where the wall starts to kick in. She stops getting attention, and therefore, she can't take it. She can't take it. What happens is leading up to when you guys paired up as partners, the attention started. You recognize the girl. You saw her. You start giving her attention. You start taking her out. You start doing X, Y, and Z. Her girlfriends, ooh, tell me about the new man. Oh, the new man, this and the new man, that. He's this and that. He's great. He's fantastic. You think he's the one? He's the one. What did he do this week? He did this. What did he do that week? He did that. The women can talk about it. Oh, boy. She's getting attention from it. She's getting attention from you. She's getting attention from society. You go to Sunday brunch. Here's my boyfriend. Oh, you the new guy. The mom's paying attention. Her brothers and sisters are paying attention. Social media pays attention. Click. I think he's the one. We're going to be together forever. Social media is like, oh, my God. They start giving her hearts, 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 hearts. And then all of a sudden, you guys going to get married? He proposes attention. He puts down six months of salary. He starts giving you all this attention. He starts moving you in. We should move in. We should do this and that. We're going to do this and that. We're going to build a family. We're going to be the next black couple. We're going to do whatever we're going to do. We're going to be a power couple. Attention. Everybody at work. Oh, you got engaged. Let me see the ring. Attention, attention, attention. Okay. You guys going to have babies? You guys going to plan a wedding? Where are you going for your wedding? Where are you going for your honeymoon? Attention, attention, attention. She eating it up. She eating it up like the deer eating up the kibble. Nom, 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 nom. And then you have a marriage. You have the wedding. You have the wedding. Attention, attention, attention. This is my day. This is my day. Attention, 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 attention. attention. All right. You spend $60,000, $70,000. Attention, attention, attention. Honeymoon. Attention, attention, attention. A couple years down the line, you have kids. What's going to happen to her? Oh, you're pregnant. Oh, you look beautiful pregnant. Take pictures. Take pictures. It won't go be this. Attention, attention, attention. She gets to say, go to the store and get pickles and ice cream. Attention, attention, attention. Attention, attention, attention. You have the baby. Attention, attention, attention. You have two babies. More attention. Baby showers, bridal showers, bachelorette parties. Attention, attention, attention. Two babies, more stuff. Attention, attention. The grandmothers are like, grandmother, bring my grandbabies over. Come over. When you coming to see me? When you bringing those babies over? Attention, attention, attention. Okay? You're going to have some more kids. These kids are beautiful. Have more. Take pictures, family pictures, vacations, family vacations, schools, first day of school pictures. Attention. Last day of school pictures, summer vacation pictures, basketball camp pictures. Husband giving you attention. Husband, you ain't giving me much attention. You need to keep giving me attention. Sooner or later, that attention starts wearing out. The kids get older and uglier. The kids get more dumb and they get what? Badass kids. Do not bring, your grandparents are saying, do not bring them badass kids with me. Keep them. I'm not babysitting them badass kids. People stop asking you about your badass kids. No more attention. Your husband. Yeah, your husband stopped giving you attention. He stopped wanting to lay in between your legs because he didn't see your piece leave open up to 10 centimeters multiple times. And he's like, I don't like that no more. No attention.
People at work stop asking you about getting engaged and weddings and where you're going and how you propose. They stop giving you bridal showers and baby showers. They stop giving you uh, gender reveal parties. They stop giving you um, bachelorette parties. Nobody cares about you no more. Nobody cares about you no more. Your kids grow up and older. The next attention you'll get when you're where your kid going to college. That's where your pride lies. If your kid's a loser, if he went to jail, no attention. The attention starts to wane. And it wasn't like all the hopped up attention that she got for the last five to seven years. Nonstop attention. This could go for 12 straight years of just bang. She getting hit. Bang, bang, bang. What does she start saying then? I'm not happy. <laughs> the next avenue of attention is other men are starting to look at me attention. I go to the gym and the other men are looking at me. They can't believe I've had three or four kids. They say you look good, baby attention. She starts going to girls nights out attention. She starts going on girls trip with the rest of the hens attention. The dudes in Jamaica giving her attention. And now she's returning to the attention bubble. And then she starts saying, yeah, she, I'm a MILF attention. I'm a hot mom. I still look better than I did. I look better than I did in my 40s than I did in my 20s attention. 10-year photo challenge attention. Social media attention. See, this is what's happening here. The attention wanes in a relationship. And she starts going, this ain't it. And she falls back into the, I need some attention. She might start acting out on you to get attention from you. You ever see women do that? They act out on purpose to get attention from you. The divorce process is attention. She has everybody's attention. The judge, the bailiff, the attorneys on both sides. She has the kids' attention, your attention. She has your, your family's attention, her family's attention. She can now get attention. Me, 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 me. I'm the victim. Attention. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone's wife divorces her. You never heard of her before, but now she's getting attention. People are paying attention to her. It's currency. See, these are the things that happen. And then she starts turning the attention wheel. All right, I got a married attention. Now the divorced attention. All right, see, these are the things that's happening here. And this is what it boils down to. Her currency has been stifled. She will start saying, you got a job promotion. I didn't. She's jealous. Attention. You're getting attention. She's not. Now she's got to cut your cord. She's got to make you pay for the fact that she's not getting attention. Let me read a passage for you right here. She might start putting, when you see a woman that's been married or in a relationship for periods of time, and then they start posting back, on Instagram and on Facebook, where you been? Uh, you start going back. Oh, she last posted four months ago. She last posted four years ago. Why is she posting now? She wants attention. The husband of the new boyfriend is not giving it to her no more. So she now needs attention. Let's read from this right here. Let's read from this. Lilith's mirror. All right, I did an entire show on this. Jewish folklore. Sorry, Hebrew is lights. We're going to go with that. All right, Jewish folklore, the myth of Lilith. And I'm going to read this to you, but I want you to imagine this right here. We're going to put Sierra up, all right? And I'm going to read from this passage right here. 
Again, as a reminder, I did an entire show on this. And shout out to the angry man, Valdez. Go subscribe to his channel. He once talked about this years ago. And I remembered it. It stuck with me. But I was like, that's it. The myth of Lilith. According to Jewish folklore, Lilith was the first wife of Adam. This is going to start making sense to you people if you missed the first time I delivered this scripture. Well, not scripture, but you know what I mean. Lilith, Lilith was the first wife of Adam. She was banished from the Garden of Eden when she refused to make herself subservient to Adam. Specifically, she refused to get in the missionary position with him during intercourse. When she was cast out, she was made into a demon figure, and Adam was given a second wife who goes by Eve, who was fashioned from his rib to ensure her obedience to her man. The following is an excerpt from a Jewish folklore, forgive me Christians, that describes some of the evil, evil attributes of Lilith. Now, Lilith is a name that is adopted by feminists. Feminists embrace Lilith, okay, because of her lack of subservience and lack of obedience to Adam the man. And a lot of women don't know that, so they can continue to adopt Lilith as a certain um, of, of, of a rebellious spirit, if you will, all right? But they don't really know the story here, okay? Let me tell you the story, and if anybody you meet adopts the spirit of Lilith, you know that she's of evil. She's not of the spirit of good. Quote, the wife brought the mirror and all the fine furnishings into a cellar to her own home and proudly displayed it. The mirror. Okay, the mirror is the most important element here. The wife brought the mirror and all of the fine furnishings into a cellar to her own home and proudly displayed it. She hung the mirror in the room of her daughter, who was a dark haired coquette. Now, let me give you the definition of what coquette is. Could be coquette, coquette. A coquette who her daughter was described as is a woman whose endeavors without sincere a woman who endeavors without sincere affection to gain the attention and admiration of men that is the definition of coquette this stuff that we've been going through with men and women understanding them it comes from a lack of understanding men and women have already been going through this for years and the mirror is what she used a coquette is a woman who endeavors without sincere affection to gain the attention and admiration of men do women do this today? Yes, women who date. Women who date. And they don't have sincere affection for the man. She uses him for attention or money or dating. Right? And so it says without sincere affection. She has no affection for the man. A woman goes to nightclubs just to get drinks out of guys. That is a coquette. She is out there getting attention and admiration with no sincere affection. This is what happens in the dating. Okay, you guys can see this. It says right here, she hung the mirror in the room of the daughter who was a dark-haired coquette or coquette. The daughter glanced at herself in the mirror all the time. The daughter glanced at herself in the mirror all the time. Let's go ahead and show you that. What do we see today? We see women glancing at themselves in the phone, the dark mirror, all the time women record themselves all the time they cannot stop recording themselves they cannot stop posting themselves 
doing absolutely nothing. Women walking across the street, they're doing nothing, but they know there's somebody that's going to give them attention and admiration. Okay. If you as a man should so much stand in front of the mirror and primp and preen yourself, foul. He stands in the mirror. He's arrogant and whatnot. Foul. If she does it, fair. Okay. This is understanding. This has nothing to do with help, with hate. Here it is right here. The girl glanced at herself in the mirror all the time, and in this way, she was drawn into Lilith's web. For that mirror had hung in the den of demons, and a daughter of Lilith had made her home there. Mm, that's called Instagram. That's called TikTok. I'll read it again. For that mirror had hung in the den of demons, simps, men who are ready to heap admiration, men who can't control their sexual urges, men who can't control how much attention they give the women on social media. That mirror had hung in the den of demons and a daughter and a daughter of Lilith had made her home there. Your daughter closing her door in her room, recording herself for all men to see. It says for that mirror, I'm sorry, right here. And when the mirror was taken from the haunted house, the demons came with it. When a woman carries her phone, the den of demons comes with it. When she's walking down the street and so much as you give her a little bit of attention, you're a pervert. In her phone, she carries with her. She has many admirers, many admirers. That is the den of demons she carries with her. When that mirror moves, her den of demons moves with it. Okay. That goes for seeking. That goes for OnlyFans. That goes to Instagram and TikTok. This has already been, what we go through today has already been written about. Listen, and when the mirror was taken from the haunted house, the demoness came with it. It says, for every mirror is a gateway to the other world and leads directly to Lilith's cave. That is the cave Lilith went to when she abandoned Adam in the Garden of Eden for all time. The cave where she sported with her demon lovers. Y'all think this is new? This came before me. It came for, before Andrew. It came before Kevin. It came before Angry Man. We've been dealing with this in the world for a long time. Listen to this. I'll read it again. For every mirror is a gateway to the other world and leads directly to Lilith's cave. That is the cave Lilith went to when she abandoned Adam and the Garden of Eden for all time. Divorce. The cave where she sported with her demon lovers. Woo! Is this heavy? This heavy. A lot of women on dating apps, a lot of women on social media, they're sporting with their demon lovers. Doesn't mean they have to do anything physical with them. It's the emotional. It's the attention. It's the admiration. Okay, let me give you another here. It says right here. It says right here. Uh, from those unions, this is going to get heavy. This is going to get too heavy. I'm sorry. This is too much for you. I want you to listen to this. Listen. From those unions, multitudes of demons were born who flocked from that cave and infiltrated the world. Man, damn. I can't. I can't do this. I can't. I can't. I can't do this. This is too much. 
Remember, some of you backseated, some of you were born from a club hookup. For them, some of you were born because two people got together on social media because your mom was a social media hooker and your daddy was a trick. Some of these dinner demons are running around Chicago, Milwaukee, Buffalo, Rochester, Gary, Indiana, and you're wondering what's wrong with the people. These unions created the demons who infiltrated the world. Let me read it again. Let me read it again. And this stemmed from what? The attention, the need for attention. Oh, man, let me read this again. This is too heavy. So when the men, women say what? They want to delete their babies. When the women say what? They want to, there's no good men out here. Why are there no good men? Because your unions produce. It says right here, from these unions, multitudes of demons were born who flocked from that cave and infiltrated the world. And when they want to return, they simply enter the next mirror. They simply enter the next mirror. Man. And when they want to return, they simply enter the next mirror. This is why it is said that Lilith makes her home in every mirror. Shit. This is too much. Now, the daughter of Lilith, who made her home in that mirror, watched every moment of the girl who posed before it. Ugh. Let's read that again. Now, the daughter of Lilith, who made her home in that mirror, watched every moment of the girl who posed before it. Oh, man. Oh, man. Continuing. She bided her time, and one day she slipped out of the mirror and took possession of the girl, entering through her eyes. In this way, she took control of her, stirred her desires at will. So it happened, so it happened that this young girl, driven by the evil wishes of Lilith's daughter, ran around with young men who lived in the same neighborhood. Oh, baby, this is from Lilith's Cave, Jewish Tales of the Supernatural, edited by Howard Schwartz, San Francisco, Harper and Row, 1988. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I've done enough. All right, we'll let your words speak on this. But I want you to think about that. I want you to think about that. Is that what we're seeing today? Once we take it away, let's just say we told there's uh, Myron and Fresh and Fit. Myron and Fresh and Fit have gone on social media and said, if the woman has an Instagram, she's not dateable. So much to the point where you're removing the, the potential of Lilith's mirror in your relationship and women are going nuts. No, nah, you can't remove that. Why? Because that is the most important. It's more important than you. You're of sub-importance to her ability to market herself. And she has such an addiction to it that she cannot remove it. There's no possibility that you can say to a woman, I mean, very little possibility, no Instagram if you're dating me. They'll go ballistic. They'll go ape. This tells you what it is, okay? Anyway, 
let your verse be voice be heard on this particular topic. Has space will travel says I finally reached the Zen point of the red pill in 22. So you will reach that piece. This is what we want to get you to. I know a lot of guys are somewhat in the rage category. We don't want you in a rage. We want you to graduate from that. We want you to get to the point where you're at peace. Remember my book subtitle, Peace, Quiet, and Freedom. You cannot have peace when you're in rage. Sometimes I'm passionate. Passionate and rage are not the same thing. I'm passionate about this subject. I'm not enraged. I'm not angry. Don't think I'm angry about this. I might demonstrate that to get the point across, but I can quickly go back and have a little bit of fun. Okay. I can enjoy my life. Furman Philippe says, thank you for the message needed to hear this today. Indeed. Uh, Jonathan Milton, I've lost friends because I date junior college girls. Yep. You're a metaphile. Guys, older men have dated younger women since forever. Okay. Younger than you want to know. <laughs> The story of Joseph and Mary potentially may be a story of a very old man with a young young woman. I've actually showed you that. And there's a story that potentially Joseph was a very, very old man. Okay. And Mary was a very, very young woman, somewhere around 12, 13, 14. We've actually showed you this. But of course, you know, people want to have their own thing here. And I'm not suggesting that people do that. What I'm saying is, it's been done since a long time, but I think now women are pushing themselves and making themselves more available later in their years that they're now demeaning you for doing it. When in fact, when they were younger, they dated older men. I mean, mm. <laughs> oh man, it is what it is. So again, I don't fall for it. I like younger women. As long as it's legal, it's fair game for me. Now, people might say, well, what about your wife? And what about your daughter? And what about that's their two? That's not me. That's them. All right. Would you want them to do it? What I want them to do is different than what I'm going to do. <laughs> okay. It's not the same. And plus, they're women and I'm men. We're different. Women always want to trump the differences with them of them between men and women when it benefits them. But then when it doesn't, oh, we all the same. Let's treat it fair. No. Okay. Don't try to pigeonhole me by using that shaming tactic. Well, what if it's your kid? It, okay. I want dudes to be rappers so they can entertain me. But if my son said, I'm going to be a rapper, I would say no. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? If he came in here and said, I'm going to tattoo my face, I'm going to move to Chicago and start doing drill rap, I'm going to put the brakes on it. But do I want other people to do it? Go ahead, have at it. Entertain me. Start dancing around like a monkey. I'll watch. And I like that ignorant-ish, especially when the beat is hard. All right? It's good. But if my son said, I'm going to take it up as a career, I'm going to say no. You see, that's the same thing. <laughs> All right, anyway, shout out to Jack Vendetta. He says, a duck sicking for a stack is their modus operandi now. All right? But revealing, it has always been their modus. <laughs> All right. Shout out to who is this in here? Monte Tay. He says, coach, do you think this female content creator is one of us? I don't think any female content creator is one of us, to be honest with you. And that's no hate. That's no hate. Um, but uh, it is what it is. All right. They have the ability. Let me let me give you what it is. They're like Justin Timberlake to me. 
All right. I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of Justin Timberlake per se. I do find myself popping my popping, snapping my fingers and popping my toes over Justin Timberlake music until I remember it's Justin Timberlake. But Justin Timberlake is like a female content creator. Justin Timberlake can bring his ass over here and he'll work with um what's the producer's name? Fantastic producer, by the way. Very underrated. Tim Timberland, Timberland, Timberland. He'll work with Timbaland. He'll sing a couple of R&B songs. He'll do a little bit of dance and get y'all ninjas impressed. He'll rap. He'll sing. He'll shuffle. He'll do all that shit. But when it's time for him to be a white boy, he'll take his ass back over there and act like he don't know none of you ninjas. Okay? He'll go get your money. He'll sing with Snoop. He'll sing with, he'll sing with, um, he'll sing with the dude from the Gap Band. He'll make his music. He'll make his money, and he'll take his, bass, his ass back down in the suburbs and act like he don't know your ass. Now, that's what female content creators are to me. <laughs> They're the Justin Timberlake of, of content creation in the manosphere. And you can name them. I'm not attacking one. I'm attacking all of them. <laughs> or let's just say, I'm not attack attacking them. I'm describing them. Okay, so they can bring their ass over here, change their tune, act like they're saying what they say. Y'all give them accolades. You're saying, well, do you have a sister? I want to marry you. You start donating to them like crazy, and I'm not hating on that. It's part of the game. But they're the Justin Timberlake of the manosphere. Okay, that's all it is. Soon as the shit go the other way, or they start getting penalized and demonetized, they'll stop. People accuse that of me, right? Oh, he's just a personal trainer, and he found manosphere. He'll go back. I've been demonetized. I've been held down. I've been pushed shadow ban kicked off multiple platforms and i'm still here i you don't realize what i go through on a daily basis trying to do this lost family lost friends lost kids all of this shit let them start losing guess what's gonna happen they gonna skedaddle they gonna stop doing it Somebody says, you're not God. You're, you're not God. Uh, sorry. First of all, I'm not God. I'm Coach Alini. <laughs> I'm the tyrant of this shit. And I never said I was, but I do have a God complex. But you clicked on my face, must I remind you. You clicked on my face. You stopped to watch me. Let me remind you of that. In that essence, for these hours, I'm God over you. And you're in the spirit of rebelling, and you are the come from the synagogue of Satan. I'm gonna have to toss your ass off into the pit of the fiery hell in which you will dwell for forever for rebelling against Coach Alini. Mm. <laughs> All right, anyway, you sat and watched me for a couple of hours, and you got the nerve to try to put me in my place. I don't even know your name. <laughs> All right, anyway, shout out to DG Seymour in the building with the sponsorship. DR has been Pookieville. <laughs> oh, shit. DR has been Pookieville since 2014, no fly zone. So um, uh, men who are used to accustomed to traveling know DR's Pookieville, but that's the entry port because it's very cheap to get to Dominican, right? It's right there. It's a puddle jump uh, place. So men are now discovering it, and then they're acting like pookies when they get there. I wouldn't go back to the Dominican 
if I go, I would probably own a condo and I would have a young girlfriend there waiting for me. That's what I would do. I would never, I would never go there to meet women. I would never go there to go in the nightclubs and dwell in Pookie stuff. I would have a young girlfriend there. All right, waiting for me. I would make four trips. She probably had my baby. All right. <laughs> That's what I would do if I had Dominican because it's close. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it to go there to meet the young Dominican. No. But yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> All right, where are we at here? Rob says, baby daddy has a, has a girlfriend foul. Oh yeah, baby daddy. Oh my God. A baby daddy has a girlfriend. You're going to now be taken to court. As long as when you break up with your baby mama, uh, it's cool if you're just going to go live the free agent lifestyle. All right, even that, she'll hate on that. But do not get a girlfriend and be around your foul. If she has a boyfriend, he just stepdaddy. Fair. All right, Jones G., Thanks for another day of knowledge, coach. We be preaching in here and we come from the spirit. I mean, the spirit leads me to do this. All right. I may not be God, but I'm an angel. <laughs> oh, somebody said we needed the court. Oh, look. Yeah, I'll say it again. If you get a girlfriend, she could have a boyfriend. It it'll be fair. You get a girlfriend, you know what's happening. Yep. Taking your ass to court. What? You got a girlfriend? Oh, no. Hell no. You got my kids around some other woman? Oh, no. Nope, 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 nope. Take Taking your ass to court. So again, you're messing with what they do. Shout out to Dante. He was the one that led us with the um, passport bros and the pronunciation of Cabarete. <laughs> Shout out to everybody in the DR. He says, I'm 25. Now, what do you predict will happen when women my age hit the wall? Because this has never been seen before. Uh, before no one knows how to navigate it, appreciate everything you do. I think women are going to be in trouble. Uh with men in relationships, they're not going to be happy. Oh, here's another thing. I, I've been watching television lately because college football has started. Do you know how many commercials I've seen for women taking depression medication? That's going to be a real problem in the future. I think, you know, they, that goofy-ass gump psychologist Greg M. tried to say men are going to be lonely and single, but at least we ain't going to be mentally unstable. There were so many... Oh, do you have depression? There was a woman holding up a smiley face uh, picture on a paper plate, but she was sad everywhere she went. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? That's going to be the new, that's going to be the new woman. And they're going to try to push you into therapy. All right, you need to get in here too. No, we don't. You can have that kumbaya session with yourself. I'm going to the Dominican. I'm going to the Philippines. I'm living happy. Now, the guys who are going to be depressed and pushing themselves into therapy are going to be because, are going to do it because they're going to be trying to live in the blue pill matrix. I don't need it. I'm over here and look, I ain't hurting nobody else. Y'all go have some fun. I'll go over here. I'll travel. I'll stay in here. I'll buy a bit. I'm good. So I think what's going to happen in the future, once these OnlyFans women age out, they're going to hit the wall. Once these women start getting to the point where they want to settle down and they reach the metaphorical wall mentally, and they're not going to get what they want. All of these women like this. And that's you. They're going to need pills to survive. They're going to need a series of pills to make it through. And we're not talking about 25% of them. It's going to increase to like 50. They're going to be on some sort of anti They're going to be some sedated state of antidepressants and anti-anxiety drugs and stress. The economy is going to crash. Russia and China are tag teaming up. They look like demolition over here. We look like the damn fabulous freebirds 
no, not the Freebirds. We look like the fabulous Rujo brothers in demolition is China and Russia. They're tag team champions right now. And we sitting over here. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> it's going to be, dude, we're in a new world. The old world is gone. Ladies, if you're looking for the old world, it's gone, gone, and it's been gone. It's gone. We ain't going back. Y'all wanted to do this and shoot yourselves up in the arm. New, hey. new, 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 new world order. There's a competing spiritual warfare going on, equivalent to the probably the most physical it's going to get. It's going to cause an economic warfare, and it's going to cause a winning side and a losing side. China and Russia are on one side. And not only that, India is with them as well. So then it's us over here, Europe and the, the Western world. <sighs> the old world's gone. Whatever you reference to what you want to come back, 90s R&B, gone. <laughs> it ain't coming back. It's not coming back. So get ready, all right? It's everybody in the... um. It's, every, it's NATO versus the world right now, essentially. That's what we have right now. And I'm stop, sorry I'm bringing political here. But if you really want to know what's going on here, this is going to cause economic disruption on a grand scale. All of you guys that took PPP loans are going to jail. <laughs> All right, where do I see what's going on? Dude, get ready, man. I, look, I told you guys, you better get on the free agent lifestyle. That's going to be your, that's going to be your salvation. Or take any red pill content creator. I we have small disagreements that somehow you guys want to make big disagreements. They're very small. I really don't care for what these beefs are. I don't get into the beef game. Follow them. I think there are more going to lead you men on the path of righteousness in a direction more than the blue pill and the matrix and listening to women dating coaches and women content creators. Get with them. I don't care if you think I don't like them or not, or they don't like me. I would say they're going to get you back. They're going to save you more than anything else. All right. I just, that's just my opinion. All right. There's a lot of insensitive, insecure Red Pill content creators, and they want to be the next Jordan Peterson, and it ain't going to happen. They looking like Hulk Hogan under the hat. It ain't going to happen for them. It's, it's over for them. Just go ahead and hold your spot. Go take your place in the Hall of Fame, and you're good. <laughs> Take your spot and, you know, you're a bust now in the Hall of Fame. All right. That's all you are right now. You're, you're not going to get you're not going to be the top dog anymore. At some point, me, that's going to be me. <laughs> At some point, that'll be me. I'll just take my bust and I'll um, we'll, we'll talk amongst each other and we'll let the new people come up. You know what I mean? Not let the new people will come up and supersede us. Just be the picture. <laughs> anyway. Let's see here. Shout out to Miles. He says, what's up, coach? Miles M. What's up, coach? He says, this all I got for now. All right. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. First time donating. Thank you for helping me see the truth. Come check out this flatbacks in, in Indianapolis. I can't do. I know that. He says, thank you. Take me out with this. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? I love me some Midwestern flatbacks, all right? Midwestern flatbacks, they're like Polish, you know what I mean? They all go by the last name, like something ski. 
All right. I love me some Midwestern flatbacks. The Midwestern snow cows, by the way, eh, I'll mess with you. But like the ones in Columbus on the outskirts, the ones outside of Wisconsin outskirts and outside of Milwaukee, Minnesota, outside of Milwaukee, Pogs. I like Midwestern flatbacks. You know what I mean? They're kind of plainish. Remember when women used to be, they used to have plain Janes? Not so much. Everybody trying to look. We're living a homogenized culture now. We're. You can go from New York to California and everybody talks the same. Everybody looks the same. You can go from California to Texas. Everybody talks the same. Everybody looks the same. Everybody walks the same. When I was younger, that was not true. You can go from one region to the other and everybody was different, bro. They talked different. They had a different accent. They acted different. They looked different. They wore their hair and makeup different. They walk different. They talk different. Everybody's the same. We're homogenized. Everybody and why? Because we have social media, and everybody says, "Okay, what's the top? What's the top look?" Everybody's a valley girl now. Mm. All the minorities are booty girls. All right, booty girls. Look at over the booty girl. If you're a minority, Latina and black, you're gonna do booty stuff. If you're a and booty and excessive, if you're a white girl, you're gonna do um, whatever that male makeup artist is. You're gonna look like him. And you're going to be a valley girl. <laughs> it's actually clones. And it's sad because you used to be able to get on a plane and show up. And then you go to Mississippi and they're like, hey, boy, we ain't doing that right here. See, it might work here in California. But uh, I'm going to tell you what we do, boys, around here. You think you can come around here and mess around here with the women around here? You might be able to walk with the white girl out there. California around now, but around him, around him, we know how to raise a boy around him. <laughs> around him, we eat white only pine around him. So if you think you can walk up in here and change us with your liberal media around him, we show you what to do. We string a ninja up around here. Your ass go missing behind the back of a truck around here. <laughs> that's how they sound in mississippi now you go to mississippi they be like hi sorority girls you're like wait a minute what happened i just left you guys over there all right i just left you in nevada now i come here you look the same he got a piece of straw in his mouth he <laughs> jigger 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 them chicker, 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 chickers. <laughs> snickers, 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 snickers. You like, wait, wait, man, what you saying over there? Nothing, boy. I'm tired of you thinking everything about racism around him. We are cordial people. We good country people around here. We raise good families around here. Do not come around here or we will shoot you on our property. Sec 2A amendment rights around here. And we're the Proud Boys. <laughs> all right anyway we overt about our racing around here and i'm gonna tell you boy if you think you're gonna come around here take our girls we pure bloods we've been raising our families to be not ninjas for a long time now back in the day one of our family member aunt slipped up and this is why I look a little Creole and I can tell you I got a little bit of black in my family and we had slave masters that had ninjas on the plantation and a couple of the boys went down there 
and they went down there and they knocked up they knocked up a couple of girls down there so we got a little black in our family but we fully intend to keep our race pure blood <laughs> but you're not taking in the of our flatback becky's around this thing now if you intend to do that you intend to lose your life this morning <laughs> okay anyway stop why don't you go around to the bottoms where you came from i know you got family down there <laughs> okay let me stop all right what are we doing here we got a couple more Sorry for the people who are offended by this show today. But that's what you used to see in the 80s. Now, not no much. Everybody's all liberal and we're living harmony and peace. Meanwhile, they live still at the top of the mountain. All right, white folks still doing good and then just don't got water in Jackson. All right, shout out to Johnny in the building. Appreciate all this knowledge. Thank you, Johnny. And we'll close out. Be real mahogany. You are definitely the son of God. Haters gonna be. He says haters be gone. I was sent here to deliver this message, and the spirit leads me. Shout out to Reginald P. in the building. Shout out to the coach gang. Hashtag nasty boys in the building. Yeah, shout out to the nasty boys. We got five more overall on PayPal. Shout out to Jay Russell. He says, a woman arrested at Las Vegas airport told officers it must be because she's so good looking. I cannot wait to see what she looks like. I bet you she looks like she looks like a clown. I bet you she looks like a clown. All right. Wow. It's geez. That's attention. Insider. Oh, this is the woman who <laughs> the woman rested in Las Vegas for looking too good. All right. Wow. Wow. Man. I mean, what do you do with this information? There, there goes attention. I bet you she had it recorded too. All right. Or uh, trigger verse. We got down to the last four. Trigger verse says, uh, shaking my head, Sierra, the failed. Crunk rapper, shout out to the Platinum Elite for that term. He says, women stay attention 304. They go to the gym, see them stretch and hang out on the thought gym grass area and no one and not touch one weight or machine. Yes, I worked in gyms and I used to be like, like, what are you doing here? All right. I used to show you that video of that one young girl doing that back bend stretch in them bright yoga, yoga pants like. Ma'am, like, you don't even need to come out the house to do these exercises. Even on YouTube, they have these European women doing stretching, morning routine, and all they're doing is stretching, looking into the camera with their feet out. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, Lord, have mercy, Lord. You done delivered me. I've been delivered. Right there. And they have millions of views. I like that. It's a, it's a wonderful thing for them. Shout out to the co-sponsorship over here. Let me give you a round of applause. And this is E-Dub. He says, for the attention. CGA dropping gems today. All right, appreciate that. All right, the people that I told them, I, they clicked on my face, they got out of here. So I, I, I actually find it funny. Out of all the things that I say for two hours, what people attach to. And it's a little segment, little part that offended them. And I'm like, I talked for two and a half hours. That's what offended you? I'm like, boy, you literally can't stay focused. But it's okay. I'm here to teach you. Just He says, just do swoosh. The show called American Horror Story just released an episode about Lilith. This time, Lilith is a black woman, and she tells the younger woman to falsely accuse teachers and kill their friends to get their wishes. Wow, 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 wow. People have been warning about that 
specific thing about teachers who try to befriend their students. I remember I went to a church and they did a play and one of the demons in the play was a teacher that was befriending the students saying it was a female teacher saying, you don't have to call me Miss Johnson. Just call me by my first name. The church was trying to insinuate that that was a demon. That was them trying to win them over and they kill it. If you think about it, the, the teacher profession is very disrespected in our country. And this is mostly because, you know, it's been infiltrated by people who've been trying to befriend the students as opposed to teach them. Most kids go to school. All right. And we more focus on the other things and not the real problems in our society. Like, like we're more focused on putting drag queens in front of them and letting them express themselves and what flags we're going to put in the classroom inclusion, like goofy stuff. Meanwhile, you know nothing about a mortgage, you know nothing about a divorce, you know nothing about child raising, you know nothing about what's important, balance in the checkbook, debit cards versus credit cards. You don't know anything else, but you know your, to befriend your teacher, your teacher is your best friend. And it just so happens that if your teacher is not your best friend, what do students say? That teacher hates me. That teacher gave me an F because the teacher hates me. <laughs> You're like... Teacher ain't supposed to like you. In Japan, it's quite opposite. Teachers are more like celebrities. Teachers are more respected. Sensei, right? Bow in front of the teacher. I don't know if it's the same now. It might have been infiltrated over there too. New, 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 new world order. But teachers can't discipline. Teachers afraid to get sued. Teachers afraid afraid of the parents. The parents are um the parents are codependent, somewhat divorced, broken homes. The parents are over here financially struggling, struggling. The parents don't have no time to figure out how to discipline the kid. The parent never disciplines the kid, so they send the, the kid to school to get disciplined. And then when the teacher fails or over-disciplines, the parent comes, defends the kids. It would be horrible to be a teacher. All right, the Jimmy ZTT, I believe, he says, living the free agent lifestyle has led me to more stacks and less flack these days. I'm always happy to aid my favorite unemployed YouTuber in the building. He says, one day you'll find a job, coach. I'm holding out. For all the private investigators, I don't have a job. He says, just hold out, Hope. Shout out to the private investigators and the White Wolf at the Yacht Club. Yes, indeed. Shout out to the White Wolf. That's what everybody aspires to believe, uh, uh, to uh, become. All right. Oh, did I get uh, my man? I think I skipped you, but we'll go back. Oh, it's just do swoosh. All right. So I did get you. All right. I think I got everybody. Thank you for enjoying this show. Hit the like button on the way out and let me check the cash app before we go we got everybody we'll be back oh no chef chef martell says a preacher's wait a preacher kid you write about lilith hit the buzzer he's a preacher's kid shout out to you appreciate y'all man hit the like button on the way out the door and if i offended you it was by mistake or maybe you're insecure i have no idea peace